on this week's episode of Third and Forever. We're going to go over some recent news. It is officially Combine Week, so we have uh, some developments on who will be participating, who will not be participating. Uh, we're also going to talk about any bit of contract extensions. We're waiting on a lot of rumors going on. It's rumor season, smokescreen season, so we're going to be talking about that. And then we're going to get into our blatant ripoff of Pardon My Take, our Mount Rushmore. Uh, we're going to do this week is most hated players. We're going to keep it current players, the caveat that it can't be a division rival. So we're going to be outside the NFC North with our most hated players. This is completely subjective, who Kevin, myself, and Dustin all hate the most for whatever reasons. can be as little as, you know, we just don't like their face, or it could be actual things they did to our team or ourselves. So and I then, feel like I've been training for this. Exactly. For, for years. Yes. <laughs> uh, and then the, the rest of our episode is going to be uh, welcoming back on friend of the pod, Dustin Baker. On We're going to interview with him and get everything that's going on in his world in the in the whole NFL Twitterverse that he is very well established in. Uh, he's going to be on for, I think, the third time in our in our show's history, which is great. And what are you going to do if he likes Michael Penix? Like, are you going to... Are you gonna we'll get we'll cross that bridge. Feelings? We'll cross okay. that bridge when we get there. Okay. Uh, and that's it. All right. Let's go. episode is brought to you by Underdog Fantasy. I want to tell you about the easiest way to get some action on sports. It's Underdog Fantasy and their Pick'em game. Just pick higher or lower on your favorite or least favorite player's stats, and you can win up to 20 times your money in a single night. Underdog keeps it super simple with their easy-to-use website and mobile apps. Pick between two and five players to fill out your Pick'em entry, get every pick right, and take home some cold, hard cash. Use the code 10K and get your first deposit doubled up to $100 by Underdog. Once again, that's code 10K on the Underdog app or go to www.underdogfantasy.com. Welcome to this week's episode of Third and Forever, presented by 10,000 Takes. I'm your host, Adam Oster, and always by my co-host, Kevin Olm, producer Dustin Luco. Kevin, it is the off-season, and we're back. Our first official off-season episode? Off-season, episode number one. Yeah. Uh, season seven. Of the show starts today. I don't know if it's is it season seven. It is season seven. Wow. It's yeah. like six and a half, I guess. We had a well, half a season that first year. I, I mean, the first season is the first season, you know, and then the cutoff is after the Super Bowl. So this is seven. True. Yeah. True. All right. Which yeah, I really thought we'd be like famous by now. Um, <laughs> we're, we're not. <laughs> no, you know, it's all right. We don't do it for the fame. I mean, we're more, we're, we're better off than we started. We came you know? a long way We've... from our snowball mics recorded off of Skype with some sketchy recording software. Yeah, that's, I think, still on my computer. Which is killing your computer probably slowly. Probably listening to everything <laughs> yeah. and giving it to the governments of the world. But yeah. regardless, yeah, season seven. I'm yeah. excited. All right. Well, we're back. It is as I mentioned in the intro, it is officially smokescreen season and rumor season and combine season. Uh, fun fact, did you actually know the combine? Do you know how it got its name? Is it is it a farm thing? No, it literally, there used to be, back, in, back before we know it now, uh-huh. there were two different times where play, or coaches, organizations were able to scout coming in players, mm-hmm. and they 
for for lack of better words, they said, let's combine they, those two oh events. Oh my gosh. And that's how it's called the but, combine. And, and they were like, should we call it the combine? They're like, no. Well, and that's the, the thing combine. too. Like there is like a weird like English lit wording where it's like you can actually when you do something like that, there's a term for it where that's where it does change. Like if you make a new thing and change the meaning of the word, mm. you can it's can be called, I guess, either one, but I've never heard anyone call it combine. The English degree is coming out I know. here in yeah, the off season. We're getting facts. into the yeah. you know, the Latin of it so, all. So uh, before we get into that, <laughs> we we do have a lot of rumors at least going on with the Bears and the Vikings. Um yeah, no no Packers rumors really to speak of. No. I don't really have a whole lot. There's like every once in a while there's like a is Jair gonna get traded? And everyone's like, probably not, and then like that's kinda it. Yeah. Yeah. It's but you boring. guys are a lot more interesting. Yeah. Yeah. So the th- this is the this is the season right now of aggregator accounts. So a- aggregators, if you don't know, are the groups that are just the faceless, random, like almost like bot like Organize like Twitter Let's just accounts. Think of a random name for it, like Dove. Like, like let's Dove. Just call them Dove. Let's just call it Dove yeah. for whatever. Random, completely random. Random. Where they just take a a blurb from an actual report from an, a credible reporter, an analyst, an insider from the NFL, and they take like a catchy headline and they say, <laughs> "OMG!" and like in all caps, "Breaking news!" and all this kind of stuff. So that's what this season's all about. I'm sure you're aware of it. Kevin can't stop himself from laughing that Dustin over here I, I just can't moved, adjust himself. I moved myself I don't closer know why. to the mic. That's so funny. Table to Kevin. It was so loud. That's and okay. It, and at the beginning of the show, we were like, Dustin, you're moving around too much. You're making chair noise. Yeah. And then Dustin just decides to like bunny hop in his entire fucking chair. And I don't know why he needs to do that. Because like. <laughs> now I can like lean on the table more so my chair is oh, not man. creaking. Uh, and I got and after that happened. I got the giggles. I, I hand up. That was that was me. I had to get that one out. That was, yeah, <laughs> Dustin was like looking at me yeah. sheepishly. It was it was too much. Well, because then you have Dustin like trying to cover his smirk when he kind of ducks <laughs> his hand. Like he puts his hand over his yeah, mouth and just yeah, as, yeah, yeah. As he's doesn't work. Doing it no, it doesn't, doesn't work. work at all. Um, but the aggregators, the aggregators. So they are. This is their season. This is like their Super Bowl where they will just try as hard mm-hmm. as they can to get as much traction and. Believe it or not, there are lots of people out there that love love it so much. They see these and they're like, "Oh my gosh, I must react name, and I must name one person uh, on this show that did that." Might be on the end of the table here who just spoke. Yeah. yeah. So, I, 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 what I think we should talk about first, another is, hand up for you, or is what? what you're alluding to. Yeah. Um, and I, I tagged you in this, so uh-huh. I know your thoughts. Uh, Justin Jefferson is holding the Vikings hostage. <laughs> should we discuss that? Uh, yeah, there's not much to discuss on that situation. I he is in year, he just finished year mm-hmm. what three? Mm-hmm. He technically has another. I guess yeah, yeah. He has another full year of contract. Correct. So there, there's no real like oh no, if we don't get a deal done now, he's gone. It's not like that at all. But next year he's going to be more uh, expensive. You'd imagine why every successive why? year because numbers go up. I mean, not that's just how they work. Like numbers don't go down. Well, I feel like numbers sometimes do go down. Not in the NFL. Not in terms of salary for not the top end players. Four year old, yeah, like, top receiver in the league. So, and there you go. That that's that's the whole crux of it. The Vikings are not going to let him go. That's not that they have been from the actual team has said nothing but we are our first and foremost like priority is with Justin Jefferson is to get a deal done mm-hmm. with Justin Jefferson. Well, yes. So that, that's all they've said. I'm not <laughs> saying the Vikings are holding Justin Jefferson hostage. I'm saying Justin Jefferson has also said, I would like, he wants to play for the Vikings. <clears throat> he is, that has been the first 
form of anything like report or quote that he has said, that always happens to get cut off by these aggregators well, because that's do, not as fun. Do you, do you know why that gets cut off? Because it's, because it's literally every free agent says, "Yeah, I'd like to stay where I am currently." And then there's a big old pause. Uh, not everyone. And then there's some conditions and some requests. And there's the, there, the okay. The, let's, I'd let's like talk to stay about, here. Let's talk is about assumed. his requests. Yeah. Let's talk about his requests. So the reported requests mm-hmm. are that he would like to be paid top of his position group. Makes sense. Yeah. He's literally done what no other player has done in his position in NFL history. Makes sense. Tried to kill a ref. Uh, let, let's let's also mention what he wants. Oh, he wants to know what the plan is for quarterback. Makes sense. He wants to be assured there is a plan, which is different of course there's than a being plan. let like, in on the plan. That, <laughs> that, like what? You think they're just like, oh, shit, wait, Kirk's up this but, year? Uh-oh, but, now what? But the implication there is that if he doesn't like the plan, no. they need he to is, change the plan. He has then said things, something contradictory to that, where he said, I'm still going to be the same guy. doesn't matter who's throwing me the ball. He has, vo- <laughs> he has vo- been vocal. Sure mattered about- when I was seeing him last, uh, last season. He, he did fuck all nothing in that game. <laughs> I, I still think he actually had a productive day. I don't think he did. Pretty sure he had like ninety yards. Let's see. Keep keep going. I'm gonna I'm gonna do a Google. Uh, yeah, pretty sure when with Nick when Nick Mullins came in, he had like ninety yards. And regardless, well then for the first he half, still it had sure over mattered. he still had over a thousand yards when he missed eight games. So like let's let's be real here. Um, Justin Fields had over a thousand yards and he missed like six or seven. <laughs> that's throwing the ball. <laughs> yeah, but you guys always say that he doesn't well, throw the ball and he can't. That's really still bad. Well, he's still at over 1,000 yards, better than Justin Jefferson. In what, 10 games? So he averaged about 100 a game? No, he had more than 1,000, so it's more than that. So, But Um, under 200. Where does that put him league-wide? Pretty bad, right? I don't know. I don't know everyone's stats. Yeah, okay. Um, Um, All right, so let's see. Green Bay Packers, five catches for 59 yards. And at the half, he had like one for Three so he like he drastically improved in the second half when they switched off of Jaron, and he still ended. So, so it does What's, matter. What, it does matter who the quarterback are, is. Hang on, hang on, hang on. Here. You're right. It helps having a guy that's actually started a bunch instead of a guy making his first or his second career start mm-hmm. who's a fifth round rookie. You're right. It does I'm, matter. I'm just saying. There. I think. I think it might matter. Well, I mean, <laughs> Doc Purdy in his second start. I mean, Nick Nick Mullins. Really Nick Mullins threw for over 800 yards in two games against the Lions. So like he yeah. can throw the ball. Yeah, well, like there, the there's a difference have a bad there. Defense. I don't know. That's not what everyone else was telling us about. Yeah, but NFL but my analysts. my point is that it it does somewhat matter who is throwing the ball to JJ, and he is a very stats driven guy. No, if they not. get a rookie, he's, he has who been a sucks. He has been a his first and foremost goal is winning football games. That's what he has said. He has like, said that is what he said up down and sideways this season that his goal when he came back was to break a thousand yards he never talked about my goal is to win this find me a quote where he actually said i want to break a thousand yards that's my goal when i come back from this injury that is bullshit he said that i that's you talking out of your ass he might have been thinking it (laughs) okay i bet he was Justin's talking about think think speak here now. This is this, that's not Vikings. Good. Justin Jefferson said Thursday his new goal for the season after missing seven games of the hamstring injuries to reach one thousand yards. That's December seventh, twenty twenty three. That and that's not his top goal. You, you're saying it. That's his number one goal. That's I, not. I mean, we have no idea of knowing that. He, that's, mu- that's he might not have more goals, but the goal he's talking about is, is conjecture. Stats. Conjecture. What receiver doesn't say, "Give me the ball"? Answer me that. What receiver leaves a game after getting peppered with targets going in a losing effort? Whoa, whoa, whoa. Guys, we need to distribute the ball more. I, mm-hmm. I clearly got way too much targets here. No I mean, receiver well, in the history of the NFL they lost the has game. ever said that. Yeah, if that's why that's, they lost the game. It's, it's, player. It's, it's the product of the position. Like, that's how it goes. Devontae Adams wasn't saying, gosh, I wish they spread it out more. 
Hell no, he wasn't saying that. I feel like it's, Randall Cobb might no. have said that at the end just because he didn't want to, like, you know, run around as much. That's a completely different situation. No, than I think it's the same. That's a wide receiver. Number yeah. one player in his position. Okay. Uh, and then and then the last bit, he, what was it? He wanted to, uh, oh, we wanted the, the offense to remain a pass-happy offense. Yeah, no shit. We're not going to all of a sudden go, we were really good at moving the ball regardless when we lost Kirk Cousins. We were still able to move the ball through the air. Let's just shift to Alexander Madison heavy offense. That's dumb. That's... Like, of course, we're not going to go, let's just be really run heavy. Zimmer didn't just walk in the door. Like, Kevin O'Connell is still the head coach and the play caller. We're not changing our philosophy. Well, that, that, that's the weirdest one to me, though. That's, like, that's where I'm calling bullshit one, on it all. Like, it's, it's, going, no shit. it's going least weird, highest paid at the position, to weirdest, like, past happy offense. Like, how do that, you even, see, like, that's what, why what's the benchmark there? I have not there? seen a credible source uh-huh. actually say, these are Justin Jefferson's demands, in quotes. Mm-hmm. These are all from aggregators like Dov that mm-hmm. are saying these, oh, his demands. Like, no, they, these are just random things where they take like your boy Schefter like to do where he kind of connects some dots they're just random statements that he said that they have to abide by they're not demands it's just like you know it's just there's this is this is the whole point of it like it's just do not do not give much oxygen to these because it's just unless you see the team or Justin Jefferson actually say these and quote be quoted by this then you can actually give it credence otherwise like I'm Who I'm old enough cares? to remember the Devontae Adams to uh, the Raiders rumors, and thank God those didn't turn out to be true. Devontae Adams is also very vocal about like he not being happy with the organization. Like Justin not Jefferson is not during said that. that moment. I don't know. I feel like he was pretty unhappy. Yeah, like, he was unhappy. He didn't, time, he didn't talk things. about it. Guys never talk about it. And I don't think, for the record, I don't think that JJ's gone. I think that I mean they would be colossally stupid to get rid of him. Yeah. The issue is you're going to have to pay him like damn near quarterback money at this point. Like the highest paid is Tyreek Hill at like 30 million. It's not going to need to have like over four. Like we're not going to blow that market out of the water. Well, like that's Kirk, no, that's what he wants. No, he wants to be like highest paid. He yeah. wants to be highest paid. CD lamb also hasn't got a contract. Where are the trade CD lamb rumors going on? Where are the trade Jamar? We haven't seen any of these things or, or Ayuk is the only one from that class that has had, like any bit, and that's from his like brother and like girlfriend that ever yeah, said that was it. Weird. Ayuk hasn't said a word. I saw about that. It. I mean, like there well, are... because Jerry will never trade CD, at least not for many years yet. Like, like there's no know. way Jerry doesn't just love CD. There's just no way that Kevin O'Connell doesn't love Justin Jefferson. Like he has been very vocal about that. Like, what if he that's just like, likes Justin? Jefferson? It's it's the dumbest thing where you you have all of these quarter these guys, and it's. It, they're watching other camps because they want to be the guy that gets the highest paid. But mm-hmm. in of that group, do I hope Justin Jefferson breaks the bank? I mean, he's earned it. Obviously, for my team, you'd love to have everyone be kind of on team-friendly deals, but that's just not the reality of the situation. If no other player in the NFL, other than like outside of quarterbacks, has earned a contract extension like Justin Jefferson has. So that's where I'm like, I don't give a shit. Pay the man. That's so, where I'm at. The con- the salary cap went up. Cap's a myth. We all know this. So let me let me paint you a picture, and I just want to see how you feel about it. Yeah. Justin Jefferson gets a market-setting deal, call it 30, well, you know, low 30s, right? That's kind of where he'd be at. Sure. <clears throat> and then, based on his demands or his uh, his requests, his, his, his desires... Um, According the, to Dov, the Vikings blow a whole bunch of draft capital to move way up 
and take a quarterback who then doesn't work out. Now you don't have first round picks for a couple of years. You have very limited salary cap space. The team is in a bad situation. I'm just trying to say that that is like the worst case scenario, well, and it yeah, feels no like shit. you're not giving any air to it. What do you mean? Like anytime you trade up for a player, regardless of position, if they don't work out, it's going to hurt you. But if you. the franchise is feeling pressured that they need to keep Justin no, happy. that's not a – Justin would be happy with anyone throwing the – like he has said, like if Kirk's back, great. If they go in a different direction, I'll – like I'm still going to be the same guy. Like that's what he has said. Yeah, like but it, he – like it would be, be the most foolish thing in the world – to get rid of, if you're going to trade up for a quarterback, whether that's up to eight, whether that's up to five, whether that's up to three, whatever, if you trade up any bit of spots mm-hmm. for a quarterback, you're going to probably lose your next year's first. Maybe, depending on how far, the next year after that's first and a second or two in there. So when you do that, regardless of your situation, you're going to want to have offensive talent around said young quarterback. Yes. What better option would be than Justin Jefferson? No one, in my opinion. I mean, you you think about it. Why would you ever move off of that? And that's where it's like, of course, if you draft a guy like a Drake May, a Jaden Daniels, a JJ McCarthy, that if they don't, if they bust, it's gonna it's gonna hurt regardless of the situation. Like any team that does that, it's gonna set them back. That's not new it's, information. It's gonna hurt regardless. Yeah, but. It might hurt even more if then that puts JJ's future with the team in jeopardy because he'll he gets be locked, frustrated. He'll be locked in for another five years and couldn't do anything about it. Yeah. Like he's not going to sit players, out. And players <laughs> have never had to like go and resort to shenanigans to get around contracts to get traded. I mean, he's not he's not going to just sit on the sideline and rack up millions and millions of dollars of fines and not play football because he's unhappy with his quarterback. He no, as you mentioned, as you said yourself. He cares too much about his stats, and he's not going to do that and sit out and lose it's, out on all-time great stuff. It's weird to me that you keep taking both sides of these arguments. What do you? What do you? What is your actual goal of this argument here? I just want you to be afraid. I'm, I'm not. <laughs> I am actually not until and, I see some <clears throat> concrete evidence from the team or Justin Jefferson. And, I am not afraid about it. And it annoys me a You're little bit a that you keep saying that he wants to. That he says he wants to stay because everyone says that all the time. No one's ever been like, "I would like to leave." Actually, they don't come out and say that it never happens he it is, literally never happens he has been an organizational guy since he's been there like and, and i know yes everyone says that but he goes out of his way to be that he he made he was very because he wears randy moss t-shirts while he's warming up like what what does he do i'm confused he, he was very happy to be named team captain that's something he worked very hard on he's for a 24 year old well, guy hey, we've covered how he's important already, being a captain is on this show. but but for a 20 four-year-old guy at the time to be named that and be the leader of that room and especially in the offense he takes pride in that and that's something too where like Kevin O'Connell has made only glowing things about Justin Jefferson and how he is in the building not as his his production as he has as a teammate and a player there have been numerous (laughs) numerous things about it where it's like that that's where I'm I'm not concerned by it I know he has full support from the organization, his camp, his agent, his team. They have all said their number one goal is to get a deal done, mm-hmm. and I, I'm not worried about it. So until I see otherwise, that's that's where I stand on Kirk Cousins or JJ or Justin Whoa. Jefferson. Jesus Christ, <laughs> Freudian slip right well, there. Do you want ra- to talk about Kirk? I'm, I'm getting ready to talk about Kirk. All right, um, let's do it. So Kirk, <laughs> do you see the video that Kirk, he had? Kirk, are, where he, he yelled at his kid? No, where he where he <laughs> was. What? You guys didn't see that? <laughs> no. He was playing with his kids and he yelled at one of them because he stepped on his leg. I mean, fair. Uh, yeah, I, I know the one you're talking about. He literally like put all of his weight on his bad ankle. Oh. Yeah. yeah, like standing on it. weighs like it. 25 pounds. 
the kid's like ten years old, or like no. he's like six or seven. Like he's that's he's a, he's a definitely over ten year old. He's so definitely he's, over like a hundred pounds. No, kids that age, they're probably like it was maybe his, it was 50. his oldest kid. It's probably it was his like oldest 50 kid, sixty pounds. You have a for a guy that weighs like one hundred and fifty pounds. You have a weird like that kid was not a third your size. Like I think he was a little bigger. Is it the that. kid that was doing the chain uh, thing at the yeah, game? Yeah. Okay. Average eldest son was born in twenty seventeen, so, so he seven year is old. seven. Yeah. Fifty and a half pounds. You just said what average average weight, weight of seven year old because that's that kid's that's not his obese. Weight. That's he's his not weight. obese, okay. so he's not going to be way up there. I'd still like to say that's probably not good to have on your. What four month removed Achilles torn ankle? Like well, no, he should be doing rehab better. He should be listening to the dolphin. That's sex my noises that's my like whole Aaron point Rogers. here. He was just a video he released today where he's doing dropbacks on, on an indoor tennis court, which was interesting. Yeah, it looked like he was at like at a lifetime. That's where you do it. I was like, well, that's yeah. weird, but all right. Why don't you go to like a field? But okay, so he's like doing that. He's doing full dropbacks, and mm-hmm. you know, look look good. And I and I get why he's doing it because it's like his camp probably saying, hey, well he he needs to find a team get, for next year. We'll get this you know? out there to show like I'll be ready for training camp. Which also, why would you whichever risk? team it happens to be for? Yeah. Why would you risk going back to the turf monster? Yeah, you got to just stay on tennis courts rehabbing. forever. It happened on grass when he got he tore his Achilles. Yeah, but he'd been yeah, playing on turf at, at least fifty percent of his games for years. Sure. I mean, you can't you can't put a number on. He that. survived a whole tenure on FedEx Field. I think. Yeah, maybe that's like the the juju was against him. Like, you know, like was he was on years, borrowed time for years, years. years of it, and he <laughs> survived out of FedEx. Like, I mean, that was that in itself should be like Hall of Fame worthy. I think. To well, never get injured at FedEx Field. Yeah. So, so where are you at in terms of keeping Kirk? So the salary cap, obviously, they they announced it went up to over two hundred fifty five million and change. I think now, yeah, which went up like thirteen and a half percent, which is a record high from a year to year. Um, yeah. I, obviously, that doesn't. Everyone's like, oh, we can re- easily resign. Well, no, that just makes everyone's costs kind of go up a little. Yeah, bit. the whole market like, gets inflated it, it by just, that. The cap is the cap has. It will always be a myth if you have the right guys doing the numbers for you. Um, Rob Brzezinski, who we have as our head of our financials, he has done great jobs with it with the cap space and whatnot. I mean, we've we've worked around it. We actually have a good amount of cap space now, um, as opposed to what we had last year with Quasi had to kind of shed a lot of the the kick the can contracts that Rick would do near the end of his tenure, which was great for a little while. But where yep. we could sign Dean Lowry was our big. Uh, Big signing last year. Well, Paul, year. Paul Allen told me he was a game wrecker. You know, he he was a, that was glue, a real he, thing. Paul he's said a, he's a glue guy. You need those run <laughs> stuffers, you know, and that's that's what you need. Harrison Phillips, I hope we we keep. I, I I really like Harrison Phillips. He does that role really well. But Kirk Cousins for me, if I can feel I have, it, I, I have can feel always the been. I have always been. If the price is right, I'd like him back on like a two year deal. Okay, you know, if you want to give him, if you want to give him like a whether that's between thirty five to to forty million a year, if you want to make most of that guaranteed, sure, that's fine with me. I'm not, I'm not concerned about his health, so like the guaranteed stuff doesn't really matter too much. Like considering he's been hurt, like Achilles based incentives, he's been hurt once his entire career, like where he's missed time. That that's not a thing with him. Um, But here's the thing: we don't know how he's going to come back because he hasn't been hurt. That's true. Maybe he's a bust ba- now. Based on the dropbacks today, he looked pretty good four months out Tennis from court. surgery. So that's even harder to do. It's on a hard surface, you know, with, with in tennis cleats? shoes. No, he's in tennis shoes. Oh, hmm. It's slip and slide, man. Like, that's, you know, not a whole lot of traction there. Like, there's more risk doing Don't it. Don't they wear show. tennis shoes on tennis courts? I yeah. Mean, they're different tennis. They're, like, actual different tennis shoes, like, designed for, for courts. And why do they that. call them tennis shoes? 
sneakers, if you, if you will, if you will. So, so he's doing he's doing his dropbacks. You're yeah. willing to keep him for somewhere between 35 and 40. Yeah, I I recently like I've seen that like over the cap. I've said his projection. Like I've seen recently they had what two years 71 million, and I was like, hell yeah, if that if that's the number, absolutely. But now and I saw like I think Bill Barnwell came out from ESPN where he said 50 million or something or 55 million like some outrageous number wow was like what he's now thinking and i'm like okay, i don't think that's that's absurd to me. i don't that's think a lot of 20 coal. like a I, 20 million jump like, i, oh, that's I a lot could of see him cash. maybe clearing 50 in like the perfect scenario 55 i think is is reckless speculation it might have been 51 yeah. um, but either way like that for a, it was that was like for like a two-year kind of a deal or like a three i'm like okay i wouldn't want that i mean he's 36 um, I don't think he's going to see a drop off or anything. There was no signs of that, obviously, last year with his arm. Um, so I'm not as concerned by that. And right already, like way. he's not a he's yeah. he's not a mobile like he's not a mobile first quarterback. He is a pocket passer. Like that's if he can if he'd rather stand in the pocket and throw. Like that's what. So I'm not concerned about his mobility in that in that sense. Um, it I, feels like there's a butt coming, and there's like a J.J. McCarthy lurking inside of it. it. It's it's 100% all dependent on what you do. If you go after a guy, you know, like if, you know, we're going to get in the combine here with with McCarthy. If he goes at, you know, if you have to trade up for him, um, whether that's swapping with the Falcons, if the Falcons maybe make a change for a, a veteran quarterback out there, as in Justin Fields, which I believe or they're the Kirk, favorite. Honestly. Yeah. Um, I believe they're the favorite for Justin Fields right yeah. now, the betting favorite. Um, That'd be so cool. Yeah, interesting. Oh, you're afraid to see him again? No, not at all. Then why <laughs> would it be cool? Because, I don't know, he'd be like in a different uniform. It'd be yeah. Fun to, like, he's back see. in his home state. You know? Yeah. He's back, back in Georgia. Also, he's like, you know, you think of like the Falcons, you think of Michael Vick, mobile quarterback. It's a lot more like, fun of an offense. Yeah. yeah. It, it might be good for the Kyle Pitts. All of, the athletes probably not, over but, there. Yeah. Hey, Cole Komet got peppered with a lot of targets. That's true. Yeah. Yeah. You didn't even need Tyrone Bagel or anything. So. No, Taekwon Bajan. Yeah. Um, so if, if McCarthy is the guy you draft, then I absolutely would like to have Kirk back on a you know on a two-year deal or so because JJ is mm-hmm. probably the least ready right now of the prospects just because he's the youngest, a little, little bit needs more time to develop, especially learn playbooks. National champion, though. National champion. That's yeah, true. He's a winner. That's true. Um, so I... I if the price is right, I'd welcome Kirk back. If if he's looking to fetch the highest dollar, which contradicts what he said earlier this offseason, then I'd say thank you for your service and best of luck. I mean, that's kind of where yeah. I've been standing the last few weeks. Well, that's uh, that's a very mature take. I, I wish you were a little bit more unreasonable about this <laughs> because it's not really that entertaining for me, to be perfectly honest. Yeah. Um, now, speaking of unreasonable, yeah. Dustin, the Bears, where are we at? I have no idea. Did the deer in the headlights right now? I, I don't Dustin know. just looked at me like, I haven't heard any of the news. Please tell I me. I barely what knew what's going on during the season. You think I know now? There's been a lot of propaganda I've been seeing right now Dustin, on, on Twitter with, with comparing the last 20 games of Lamar Jackson and Justin Fields. Well, and where I'm like, are, are, are Bears fans, or is there like a wave trying to like let them to keep him? Like, well, so here, here's, here's what happened. It broke that Justin Fields does not follow the Bears anymore on Instagram. And Justin Fields himself downplayed it and said, sometimes the girl that you like the most, you don't follow on Instagram. Yeah, he said that on the Amon Ra 
Equinemius I, podcast. It's just the because every every podcast. brother every brothers <laughs> in the NFL need one. Yeah, but um, and I just I don't know if that's I don't know if he knows how Instagram works. Like if there is a girl that you like the most, you probably should follow her. Yeah, on well Instagram. then he then he started to say like, yeah, I wouldn't read into it, and he's like, oh yeah, I don't really follow a lot of people I play with. I'm like, that doesn't make any sense. He said he I didn't just... want to see highlights. Yeah. And I was like, you don't have to worry about that that much. Like, it's they don't post a ton and guess, of those. And guess what, Justin? You can just scroll past. You it. could just mute it. Too. You could just not. You see could just them if on you want. Feed. If you didn't want to see it, you could yeah. just mute. But he didn't do that. He unfollowed. And so there's, there's like, speculation. I've also heard insiders, you know, people close to the organization, beat reporter type people say that there's basically no decision like process it, it it's they're going to draft somebody at one presumably yeah. Caleb Williams yeah which Hopefully. and i will say i will say uh, <laughs> he's going to turn out to be so good and you're going to be like that's the whole time like nope don't even yeah. didn't want it yeah he's going to be so stubborn about <laughs> it going to be such a dick about it he's going to be a bust where okay okay he'll, he'll be the next Trevor Lawrence is Caleb Williams oh, washed <laughs> Dustin? <laughs> I'd say so like after watching this 22 year. or whatever. He, he sucked so against mean. college teams. Oh my That's gosh. true. You not it's not the USC defense being dog shit or anything. No, of course not. No, well, he cried and he did paint his nails too. Yeah. So yeah. it's not very not, Chicago. Not man like. football. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you want a real real American, you go after Drake May. He's a he's a good yeah. old boy. It's dusting <laughs> over here. Jesus. Um yeah, I don't know. I think the there is something to be said. If if a player unfollows the team that are on, I feel like if you're trying to trade him, you automatically lose at least a round value. Like you're not yeah. you're, any chance of getting a first rounder for Justin Fields no. out the window now. Second I, rounder is even pushing it. Yeah, like, I feel like second it might be like a second fifth swap or something. You know, like yeah. something to muddy the waters a little bit. Not yeah. even just like a second straight up, but I do think they'll get something for him that's relatively noteworthy. Oh, um, fun fun fact here. Uh, you know that conditional six rounder we gave the Cardinals for Josh Dobbs? Sure, yeah. We, we didn't have to give him that because he didn't play the required amount of snaps for mm. us, so we just kept the pick. Mm. So we literally got him for free. So that was... That's and he only big, big brain by Kevin yeah, O'Connell. And he just only, not starting him. Not he only him. won you guys a couple games, and he lost you a couple games. Didn't even move the draft position. It was, really, it was just, just a, it was just a moment, you know, just yeah. right through there. Yeah, yeah. He, nobody that, that may or may not be on my top twenty three moments. I think you should get a Dobbs do jersey. <laughs> I think that would be fun. I did see someone that had that. They're like, oh god, what do I do with this now? <laughs> we need to check in on that dude that shaved his eyebrows. <laughs> yeah, that dude, that guy god. must have been regretting that pretty shortly. Yeah. Um, all right, some last hitters before we get into our Mount Rushmore. Uh, with Combine coming up, we have people announcing whether they're going to be working out or not. Kayla Williams and Jaden Daniels, both not going to be working out at the Combine. Jaden Daniels Suspicious. surprises me. Uh, Caleb Williams I get because he's the perennial. Like Everyone says he's going to go number he one. He can only go down. Yeah, he's he can only go down. to look bad there to go down. That, see, that's He's not afraid of looking bad. He wore a dress on a magazine. Yeah. Like, He's definitely not afraid of looking bad. No. Well, most of the time when people wear dresses, they're thinking they're going to be looking good. Well, yeah, so, but right. but what if what if they're what if they're boys? Yeah, there's a lot of boys wearing dresses nowadays, Kevin. <laughs> oh, <geez>. 2024. <laughs> it's okay. 20, it's current year. Uh, but Jane Daniels surprises <laughs> me because that's a guy where he could, I think, really impress the combine. Yeah, but he also I think he's in a similar situation where there's been some hype building, and he's kind of the like. It could be a boat type of guy yeah. where it's like everyone 
Everyone sees the ceiling that could be there. He's more athletic than Caleb Williams or Drake May. I don't think that's in doubt. So I don't know what he has to prove by like doing a bunch of drills and stuff. Yeah, I, I, I think he could just kind of do what Anthony Richardson did. And like Anthony Richardson obviously was a lot raw, like a lot more raw of a prospect coming out than Jaden Daniels is. But I think Jaden Daniels could really, if he wants to move up, I mean, he's looking like these three could be easily could say they're going to go one, two, three. Mm-hmm. Um, there has been a lot of steam coming out. Some people of on the New show England. have been saying that there's uh, been a lot of steam that. out of New England coming, saying that they are open to trading out of that pick. So who knows? And then what? who knows with what Washington's going to do? I feel like they have a they got a weird history with that. They should they try could to, go they should try to tra- trade their field. <laughs> No one wants that. That would be good. They, they, they would take a loss on that. Yeah, you you can, have to give you somebody have our, your field and lose more. Yeah, that's some bad fields. ROI there. That's, you I don't trade know. fields and like the whatever third so, pick so or whatever. You're, yeah. you're pro trading fields. Yeah. No, the field. He's pro <laughs> trading fields. You're here first. Um, uh, Marvin Harrison Jr. and Malik Neighbors are not going to be working out at the combine. Marvin Harrison Jr. is not even going to be there at all, which I think is a little that's weird. Interesting because not even there for the interviews. Like Jane Daniels is still going to be there for interviews. I think Caleb Williams will be too. I feel like that's another one though, where it's like he's the number one. Receiver. Yeah, like is anyone seriously considering somebody else at receiver one? Probably not. No. Um, but uh, Romeo Odunze will be participating in these, which is I think you know makes sense for him. I thought that's why Jane Daniels would participate because he is kind of viewed as the the number three at his respective position. And that's something where if he, if he wows, especially those first two guys not participating, he could really, I think kind of shoot up the board a little bit sooner than maybe people think. Yeah. Um, McCarthy, Knicks and Penix will all be throwing and working out. Thank God for um, Penix. <laughs> Love yeah. him so much. I don't know why. Such a fan. Because yeah. you hate him. That's all it is. I don't, I don't hate him. I you just don't, I don't him. want my team to draft him. We, <laughs> like, have a, we have a dartboard just off camera that you set up with his face on it. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's it's positioned and there's right a, past your face. And there's face. a piece of printer so paper just like, next to it that says, fuck this I'm guy. I'm just like constantly throwing darts just in front of your face, <laughs> and one of these might slip a little right. And yeah. Could be bad. Um, well, that's something that me and Penix have in common, then. You just, you hate us. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that's kind of all I got for, for Combine News that started. Obviously, the next time we are on, we'll know how the Combine went, since it is this upcoming week. I might actually watch the Combine. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Stop. Nice. <laughs> Were you just you were just waiting I, I to try was, and I fit that waiting. in for like waiting. twenty minutes? <laughs> yeah. Nice. Um. All right. Let's get to the Mount Rushmore of our most hated players. Okay. How do I do order here? Should we do a do a, a random wheel again here? Or what? Um. Yeah. I don't know. Do you have a wheel that's like available? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. We could we could do the wheel. All right. We could do so. The first person the wheel lands on starts. Yes. Right. Yeah. And then the second person, second, and then yep. okay. We're and we're, doing, like, and we're gonna do it kind of like snake style, obviously. So if you get the third, you got to go fourth. Um, that kind of. Are order. we just calling it Mount Rushmore now? By the way, we're not gonna we pretend it that it's draft. Not, I don't know. Snake draft. Yeah. President Mountain. Yeah, President Mountain. Okay. Or our our snake draft. Where yeah. President Mountain snake. President Snake draft mountain. I mean, there there were people last year when we were doing this. They were like, "Oh, they're just ripping off." Pardon my take. Like, and we're like, "Yes, yes, that's correct." That's, yeah, good, good job. As you, I you, mentioned, you got us. I think we said it too. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, we have said 100. percent This yeah. is blatantly ripping off. Pardon my take. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So, all right. Here for for order for the first pick okay. of our okay. tw- top most hated players. Mm-hmm. Um, all right, we're gonna be. I thought you had already spun it. It's it's spinning. Oh, I can hear it now, yeah. Yeah, uh, it is going to be me? 
Yeah, it's me. Yeah, it's you. So it's me first. That's okay. Well, uh, first isn't necessarily the best. No, option. I, I don't know if I want to go first. Yeah. Yeah, give, me, give me two. Give me I don't two. know if we're gonna have too many. Yay! Yeah, so Dustin's second. Dustin Kevin's third. I get to wrap it up. Yeah. All right. All right. So with that, um, let me get this claps out of the way. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. No. Thank God we have those sound effects. Yep. Uh, all right. This bit would suck. <laughs> my my most hated player currently. Mm-hmm. Um, I I know we mentioned this before. I know you guys don't have him, but I feel remiss not to say it because I think. Now that he is outside the division, because that was a caveat, it cannot be in the division. Um, it is going to Mr. Aaron Rodgers himself, uh, Mr. Yeah, Woke. That's fair. He is he has become quite polarizing, even more so when he was actually somewhat relevant as a player. He's now obviously with injury. He's just kind of doing his own thing. He's well, on Rogan. He's listening to the Dolphin sex noises. He's, he's getting better. Yeah, he's chilling in the dark. Yeah. He's he's doing you know all sorts. I don't of, think he's been in a darkness retreat in a while. I don't know. It's been well, like a whole year. Guess what? He yeah. went he went on one and then he was was that did he, he ran out with the American flag. He's a hero. Yeah, for that. Yeah, in no, New York. What happened? Yeah, three, what happened three on nine eleven in, in, in New Jersey actually Let's on on nine eleven. No, I don't. It was wasn't it? I think it was like nine twelve. No, it definitely was. Was it nine eleven? I don't remember. Was the season that late? I thought it was like, because that was the first game. Yeah. So. I'm pretty sure. Oh, and it gave me the Winnipeg Jets schedule. That's Come nice. On. Uh, so yeah, Aaron Rodgers. Come Rodgers, on, Google. Football. I have Aaron Rodgers, my most hate, was one of my most hated players currently in the NFL. I just, you know, he's just so smug. And for all the now the weird stuff that he has said on his platform that he likes to say, and all these random. Yeah, it was on 9-11. Hot button things. So yeah. In that's, New Jersey. That's why so he that. had it. You yeah. know, that was the whole thing. All right. All right, Dustin, that's your number ironic, one. He's he was a jet, and he's yeah. All right, all right, all right, all right. We're gonna we're gonna stop it there, <laughs> Dustin. That's that's your okay. one nine eleven joke. Yeah. Okay. Uh, my number one is going to Juju Smith Schuster. Ooh, interesting. Thought right. I'll put him I on. go on. Can't stand the guy. I hate him. Just I mean, mainly because he was on Pittsburgh. He was super annoying. He got into the Tic Tacs and the Tic Tacs. Oh yeah, and, you're a yeah. Bengals fan. Yeah, how they do it? How, <laughs> how, how what's the what's the scuttlebutt going on with Bengals camp? Well, we'll find out. <laughs> I don't know yet. <laughs> they franchise tag T Higgins. That's pretty big news. Oh, okay, good. <laughs> so. Oh, okay, good. <laughs> I don't know if the franchise tag is good. I, I know some players. Well, I mean, it, locks him up for a year. He's going to be mad about it, but he's going to be. Yeah, no, I, I, just, I really don't like Juju Smith Schuster. He's very annoying. Yeah, no, I think kind that's fair. Yeah, I thought about putting him on mine. Good, yeah, good pick. and he's kind of uh, like he annoyed everybody type yeah. of thing. Yeah, uh, especially can not good anymore. Like he just stopped. No, being he good. like he was good <laughs> for like a second, and then he just sucked. Well, for, like ever. Guess what? As soon as like Antonio Brown left, he then just like I'm not a guy. I'm not. Yeah, I'm, I'm not at, number one. I'm actually not a guy. Yeah. Um. All right. We Super said Jim, we said current players. What if they retired within the last year? I have a Are you going like to say Indomitian Sue? Did Indomitian Sue retire too? I don't know. No, I think have he's, he's still the, playing. Do you have him on your list Yeah, too? you see oh. the fear in my eyes yeah. right there? Uh, what, yeah. the, what, what is it? Uh, I'd say Tom yes, because I have a player. No, you can't say Tom Brady. Why not? Because no, you can't no. hate I Tom Brady. I fucking hate Tom Brady. No, you no. can't hate the exercise, Tom Brady. The exercise is for you. He's, he's going to be an analyst. You can't hate that. I, I don't like Tony Romo. We're doing players. We're doing current players. All right. <sighs> and Dominican Sue. He's still in the league. That's who I'm going to open with. Team, but all right, fair he enough. definitely. He was playing last season. The, uh, somewhere. He was out there Maybe. doing something. Maybe. I think he was on like the Bucks or something. Wasn't so far, he? so far we're two for two on players that used to be in the NFC North. Yeah. Or, well, 
two for three. I guess Juju wasn't ever. But Indomitian Sue is like a quintessential asshole. No, yeah, too. no, yep, yep. It's not just like, ooh, he beat my team. He was a dirty piece of shit. Yeah. He sucked. No, yeah. Um, so that's number one for me. Number two, I'm trying to, I'm trying to play some strategy here. Um, let's go with Deshaun Watson. Oh, oh, that's okay. a good one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. Deshaun, um, you know, for, for various reasons that we've Especially gotten into. off the field. Yes, many off the field reasons. In fact, I don't like have anything I hate him for bag. on the field. It's mainly just Well, on the field, the field, he just sucks now, too. Yeah, now so it's sucks. like there's not even that, like, um, you know, they call it like the Tyree Kill effect where you're like, oh, well, you know, he's really good, though. Deshaun sucks. Yeah. And it's it's bad. And so I I feel like that's a nice pick where nobody's going to look at my list and go, why is Deshaun Watson on there? Yeah. Like, they're going to understand both those two. So I'm pretty happy with those two. Yeah. Makes sense. Yeah. All right, Dustin, you're All back right. on. Uh, my number two, I'm going to go Odell Beckham Jr. Ah. Okay. He was on my list. Yeah. 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 I mean, I don't even. I think, yeah, it's just his personality. He's <laughs> such a douche. It's bag. just who he is. He's such a douche. <laughs> He's the quintessential diva. That's the thing. He's the quintessential receiver. Remember diva. when he got in a fight with the kicking net? Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. the many funny. fights like Josh Norman, obviously, but then yeah, the kicking net was that's that's great. And he can't even really back it up anymore. Like he'll have one good play a game, and people are like, "Oh, he's back! He's back!" He'll have like no, yeah, he'll have one where he makes yeah. like a nice back shoulder kind of a catch type of deal where it's like, oh wow, look at that vintage OBJ. But then yeah, that's kind of it. Yeah, I mean he has a he has a play here and there, but for the most part, like you know, during the the Ravens playoff game, like yeah. he had like three catches for twenty five yards. So, yeah, like he's not, not relevant anymore. Yeah, not great. All right, Adam. All right, my first of my two picks here. I am going with. I have been very vocal about this. I'd be remiss not to have at least one Saints player on mine. <laughs> it is Cameron Jordan, uh, son of Vikings Ring of Honor member Steve Jordan, longtime tight end for the Vikings, great tight end. Cameron Jordan went in the league, and he's been on the Saints the entire time. He has, I think this is like a weird like daddy issue thing where he just, it's like, my dad played for the Vikings. I have to hate them. I need to be better than him at football. And like he has always had a weird... yeah. A weird thing, but he wasn't on a Bounty Gate team, but he's just been very anti-Minnesota for kind of yeah. seemingly no reason other than, like, I don't know, man. But well, and you'd think it would be the opposite because he would have root, he would have grown up rooting correct. for him. Like, correct. Correct. And I don't know if that's a thing where Maybe he's, him and his dad just don't have a great relationship. Yeah, I, it just seems like he's it. trying to really step out of his dad's shadow, and they're in completely different positions, completely different eras. Both, like, he's not a bad player at all, no, but he's, he's never player. been, like... I, I feel like he has a false perception of what kind of a player he is. I mean, he's always been he's in been the talks fine. of, like, a top five guy. And his numbers, for I the guess. most part, do back that up. Yeah. But, like, he just has, he has just he so just many games. He gotten that spot. He just has so many games where he just guy should have. completely disappears from a game. So, I don't know. I think he had this weird thing where about Kirk Cousins. Now, granted, he did do at the NFL Honors that dancing bit with Kirk Cousins. Oh, and yeah, that I, was him. You know, yeah. I was like, all right. I think that's kind of maybe he's trying to turn over a new leaf with that. But. I don't know. He's so, just got a weird so to clarify, weird chip. Your guy on your list here is is Kirk's newest best friend. I guess. Yeah. According, I, I think Kirk would be friends with anyone, but like, I think he'd he, be friends with me. I think he would. I'd be mean. To I him. think you'd be so upset. Like, if we ever had the opportunity <laughs> to interview him, or oh, like, have no, him, he, he you'd have so nice. You'd have such a hard time. Like, God, yeah. I, you'd be like PMT, being like, I really wish I could. Yeah. Fucking hate like, you. Like, I'm really upset yeah. about how not upset I am. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so that's right. my first one. My second one here, I'm going to go back to the quarterback well. I'm going to a guy that kind of 
was an interesting first rounder and has really fallen from grace over the last couple of years. It is Mr. Mac Jones. Oh. Uh, Mac Jones is Good such a whiny baby boy. <laughs> like he literally looks like I just picture his mugshot when he got his DUI mm-hmm, where mm-hmm. he looks like he's crying. Like he's the quintessential. You, my dad's a lawyer. Do you remember when he got an ankle sprain and they were carrying him yeah. off the field? Oh yeah. And he looked like he, he looked like it had fallen off. Yeah, like it, it looked like he was going to be amputated. Yeah. Like, it was bad <laughs> or he was currently being amputated. Like he was crying in pain. I think that might've been at FedEx field. Yeah. Um, <laughs> claim another one. Uh, but yeah, Mac Jones, he is very dirty. He kicked jo- Jaquan Brisker in the nuts. He's kicked a bunch of guys <laughs> yeah. in the nuts. Yeah, he's like known it's a pattern. For doing that. Yeah, yeah, it's weird. So yeah, Mac Jones. I don't know where he's gonna be playing football in a little bit, if at any UFL. Yeah, I was gonna say Gary to start speaking Dude, Canada. Buddy. Dominate like in like the new league, like because he's not like he he has ability. Did I, did I tell you guys I've discovered who I have to cheer for in the UFL? No. So I looked up the the rosters. I'm like trying to find somebody to latch on to. Right. Yeah. Um, and the Birmingham Stallions oh. have both Jay Sternberger and Amari Rogers. Wow. Two guys that I've been always very much in support of and never once bashed on this program. Why would you never? For them now? never. Well, because I hope they have fun now that they're not on the team to fuck it up anymore. What if they fuck up this team? And also the, the uh, article I was looking at said the Stallions had the best roster. So hopefully oh, I can okay. I can hop wow. on the bandwagon is, is here. Kevin, Kevin yeah. does not want to do shots. Wow, did you know Jay Sternberger was the, a third-round pick? He was picked 75. Yeah, no, that was, uh, that was good. That was, that's what you want in a full That was a string of third-round picks that just did not work like at Deguara. all. like Yep. What, what, what's with Goot? Like, he's got a type in that third round. He just likes these meaty tight end fullback kind of guys yeah no he thinks he can get a value on him and i guess like to his credit it looks like he did a better job this year yeah but it's bar was low it's been bad yeah. i don't do i have it here oh yeah so the the third round picks you want to hear like the rattle off of like just awesome players sure sean ryan mm. uh, amari rogers mm. josiah deguara Oof. jay sternberger yep oren burks ouch Montravius Adams. Don't know who that is. Kyler Fackrell. That's a made-up name. <laughs> Ty Montgomery. Okay. Kyrie Thornton, Richard Rogers. Oh, that second guy was made up. That other guy, I he caught a pass, I think, from Aaron Rodgers once. Yeah. I mean, it's it's really <laughs> bad. You have to go way back to find a usable player in the third round that wasn't uh, last year. So, uh, yeah. it was. Uh, I guess Richard Rodgers gets a shout-out because he caught the... the uh, Motown no Miracle or whatever, but yeah, where you had the the lion linebacker that was just kind of a no man's land, just hanging. He's like, in case Rodgers takes yeah, just, off sixty yards, just chilling. <laughs> Don't worry about the ten guys behind me. I got him. Don't worry. Hey, Rodgers had two Achilles back then. You know, he could do anything. <laughs> yeah. All right, who are we on? I, I, I lost my, track. It's, it's Dustin. Dustin's turn. Yeah. Okay. Um. Oh man. How did we had? So, I went on such a tangent, Dustin. I know. Really no, I'm just trying. I have like six names here, and I just don't know who to pick. Well, you got two more. Um. Yeah. Not right now, but you, you, you do know, have another is, I'm, one. I'm st- this is my third receiver, but I'm going to Adam Thielen. Okay. That's so wild to me. No, it's not. Why do you not like Adam Thielen? Because <laughs> he's a him? bitch. <laughs> How? Have you not seen him freak out like he, every he game? Does, he does yell at people a lot. And I'm sick and tired of hearing the stupid, oh, he went to dental school to sell yeah. equipment or Wait, whatever. Wait, but he got a no, D1 he, scholarship, he didn't go to dental he? school. No, he no, was no, going no. to go he to was dental gonna, school. No, no, no. He was going to sell dental equipment. It's different. He's not going to dental school. That's actually less good than no, going no, no. to he's, dental he's school. A tra- he's a traveling salesman, man. He's an entrepreneur. Well, not nobody's not sa- though. A lot of sales he still are could be. Would have been. He still could be. I bet he would have sucked at it. I don't know. Man. But he wouldn't have sold any dental equipment. <laughs> He'd been really good. He would have owned that Detroit Lakes area. Yeah. Would he have made more money doing that? <laughs> no. No. Maybe. Absolutely not. <laughs> no. 
All right, so let's see. We got my third one now. Third and fourth. Yes, third and fourth. So I'm going to round it out here. And I'm going to start with something that I knew I could sit on because I, I knew that you guys weren't weren't going to jump on this one. Uh, I have been calling a certain NFL player a punk bitch yeah. for the better part of, uh, what is it, like three years at this point I probably? I didn't even bother putting him on Third my list four? Yeah, I knew yeah, you were going to take him. Paige, yeah. Paige mentioned this guy when I asked her who her most hated would be. Yeah, no, and, and Paige, smart girl. You know, I've always said I agree with Paige on most things. Uh, you know, Joe Burrow, Aaron Donald, and you know, a bunch of other ones. So yeah, Aaron Donald is my number three. Uh, he chokes people. He's just a, just a general don't kink shame, bitch. man. Do not kink but shame. But it's, it's not consensual. We do not. We don't know that. It is. We don't have the, these the layers guys, liked up. The guys get mad about it. I don't know. I they, think that's they just say, part of, stop choking me. It's part of the kink. Well, they need to say they're safe for it. It's part of it. <laughs> yeah. That's how do we know that's not happening? That's part of it. So anyway, Aaron Donald sucks. Okay. That, that, that needs no explanation. And I am going to go, oh, there's so many good ones that I have left on my list. I think I know which one I want to do. Mm-hmm. But let me just real quick. I could go Travis Kelsey and just just really just go for the anti-Jalen vote um, here. Not that <laughs> she, she listens, listens but yeah. no, she doesn't. I feel like we've, we've already, you've already made your yeah. feelings clear on Travis Kelsey last episode. So. so I'm picking between two, three receivers. Okay. And I, I think, think one of them's on my list. I think I'm gonna go. Oh, I feel like you have to pick this guy. I think I'm gonna He's go with Stephon Diggs. Yeah. No, yeah, that's something I was thinking of. That's who I was thinking. Yeah. Seeing the other Bill, I am shocked you never did not say Gabe Davis. Oh well, Gabe Davis was on the list, and actually, there's another Bills wide receiver on the list too. Um, Cole Beasley. Yep. <laughs> but no, I'm gonna go with Diggs. Um, Diggs. Annoyed me when he was on the Vikings, obviously, but now I feel like he's been removed long enough that this isn't a cheap pick. It's just who he is. He's a very angry guy. He's a very cryptic psychopath type of guy. He was yelling at Jair Alexander when they were coming out of the tunnel like two years ago and on the bills. Like, You're so fucking, upset about it. Fucking get over it, dude. Like, it's just weird. Because Jair doesn't talk ever. Never. Not even once. <laughs> uh, yeah, sometimes he goes out in the middle of the field and he talks when he's not supposed to but um no the Diggs is a diva he's good until the second half of the season when he decided to hit a wall and fall off a cliff whatever you want to say so uh he's washed he sucks and he's on my list okay Dustin cool I've got two that I'm kind of floating you only get one I know um (laughs) all right I I want to say Patrick Mahomes but I'm not gonna Okay, um, but you said it anyway. Yeah, because he's honorable mention, I guess. If, if they were so, to add so another... Kelsey's honorable mention, Mahomes' honorable mention. Kadarius Tony. No, well, come mention. on. No, no um, Paige, Paige mentioned that too. No one hates Kadarius. No, I'm going to go with Kareem Hunt. Yeah. Ooh, uh, okay. If you remember a few years ago... I he, don't remember. Uh, he was just trying out being a kicker. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, with he was his trying special back. teams, you know. That was not his girlfriend. Oh, it wasn't? <laughs> I... I don't think so. It was a oh. girl. Maybe that I'm confusing was it with, with. the Ray I don't think thing. they were friends. I don't know. I think it might have just been one of them uh, rendezvous. Yeah, you know, it was just a rendezvous, yeah. and then it got out of hand. In a hotel. Whatever. Yeah, he's. I mean, he does go yeah. city to city a lot. So yeah, yeah. And you know, I think he uh, he he's he's paid a price Ima- for that. Imagine how much money he. Well, she made probably asked him to pay too that much. Didn't and that's why he did he didn't it. do yeah. that. Yeah, I mean, it's all it's all about paying. No, Dustin, I think that's a good one. It's yeah. kind of an under-the-radar one. It's It really sounds like a guy that had Jerome Ford in fantasy football this year. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that, that. kind of helps. Yeah. All right, Adam, bring us home. All right, my last one here. This might be a little controversial. Might be a little bit of a hot take Ooh. because he is a pretty popular player. 
Um, Demar Hamlin. I am. I'm oh going. <laughs> Jesus Christ. No, I am. I am going with my last pick. Max Crosby. Ooh. Max Crosby with is two X's. is a is a quintessential look at me, look at me, look how tough I am kind mm-hmm. of a player. Mm-hmm. He is has to be the the loudest one, the most vocal one. The he's always talking and well, he's a leader in their locker room. Remember when he almost said a bad word on the uh, Instagram post? Yeah, yeah. He's he's a guy. Oh. He's yeah. a guy that's a little like, and they could have just you know done another they take. Just taped the, it. it Totally would have taken not ten to. seconds. Um, yeah, he is the he is the so called you know the, he's the the leader of this Raiders defense. Where Antonio Pierce says we made the blueprint of how to beat the Chiefs. Where in that game, if you remember, the Raiders got two defensive touchdowns, back to back plays, back to back touchdowns. Yeah, and they only won by six points. I don't know if that's a repeatable. That's blueprint. a blueprint. I don't know yeah. if that's really what you. The can Niners do should have done that. Yeah, of yeah. course. Duh. <laughs> like uh, every team should Come do that on. when they play the Chiefs. Come on, Shanahan. Um, yeah. So that was Max Crosby is a guy, and Paige actually had him too. I didn't tell her my my players, but she said Max Crosby. I think second or third. Um, so that's just you know we're we're in sync. That's what marriage does to you. I, I always um, remember Max Crosby when he was a rookie, and like mm-hmm. he wasn't a big deal no. at that point. He was always the guy that was the high motor. You yeah, know? but he he sacked Rogers one time and did the belt, and yeah. that was the first I ever realized he existed. Yeah. And they got killed in the rest of that yeah, game. He talks you can't do that, he but. talks so much for a guy that has only basically lost his entire career like yeah. in the NFL so far. Like and not really been like the Raiders defense has never really been like oh look at them like careful they're an opposing unit like mm-hmm. they usually will give up a good amount of points and I I don't know. He he gets a lot of sacks. Yeah. He gets good numbers. He'll probably get, you know, second team all pros and whatnot and maybe even first team all pros here and there, but He's just, I just find him annoying. I don't know. I think he just tries so hard to be cool. Yeah. I mean, I, I'm seeing I'm seeing a little bit of a pattern here, though, where at least three of the four guys on your list, you know, Aaron Jones, uh, or Aaron Jones, Aaron Rodgers. Freudian slip for you. That, okay. Aaron yeah. Jones. I hate Aaron Jones. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but Aaron Rodgers is, uh, is well documented in his use of various substances. Uh, Mac Jones, DUI, and Max Crosby. <laughs> Had a substance problem until recently, so it feels like. Did uh, he? Are you, are you yeah, no, think? he's he's sober now. Of like a couple of years, I think. Oh, I didn't know he had that. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't know. Yeah, I know he did cigars after they beat. So the really, Chiefs. you're you're just punching down, is what I'm trying to say. You know. Yeah. Cam Jordan's got victims. weird, weird haircut, facial hair stuff that he does all the time. That's the same. Yeah, yeah. He's <laughs> yeah, got he's got weird stuff. I'm just trying to connect the dots there. I don't know. Yeah. No, I I just I feel like I got two offensive guys, two defensive guys. So you know, yeah, mix it fair. up. Mix it up. Any honorable right. mentions that you had, Kevin? Um, oh, go to the interview. So many. Oh my gosh! I've realized I'm like this. This was too easy for me to come up with this list of like so many people that I hate. Like I said, I feel like I've been that's training what I was, for that's this. That's what I was saying. Like if you weren't able to figure out alternatives, so, let, let me let me rattle off some for you that we didn't cover. Uh, like I, I still think Tom Brady should get to be on my list, but <laughs> no. whatever. Uh, Jalen Ramsey. Antonio Brown, Cole I, Beasley, I had Antonio Brown too. That was yeah. the one I was like, I don't know if they'll. Allow I don't think one. he's not in the no, league. I don't I think would. anymore. No. Yeah. Um, let's see, Cole Beasley, who's yeah. I think technically still in the league, but like, who cares? Yeah. Uh, DK Metcalf, oh, one that we didn't bring up. Yeah. yeah, yeah, he's an asshole. I just think like he does too many. Like, there's too many moments where he does some really cool shit that I'm like, all right, well, that, I can deal with. That's that. the problem. But then, he, like. He stopped every... with the pacifier mouth guard. Yeah, and like, but one, but once a month they'll be losing, and he'll just like decleat a defender from behind for no reason on a run play to like the opposite side of the field. You know, he just does shit like that. Yeah. 
Um, let's see who else we I met, we mentioned uh, Kelsey and Mahomes, uh, Chase Claypool. Oh yeah, hateable, very yeah. hateable guy. Ma- Mapletron. Yep. yep. Uh, Russell Wilson. I, I thought about putting yeah, him. I, I didn't want to do him. another quarterback though. I didn't want three three quarterbacks. <laughs> Just all quarterbacks. Yeah, I didn't want that. Uh, yeah, and then rounded out obviously Gabe Davis. That guy sucks. I hate him so much. Hands. He makes he it's, it's the dumbest thing. He drops the easiest catches or routine catches, but then he makes a stupid, ridiculously hard catch. Well, and, and he's and he's one of the guys that you can't have in fantasy because you will never get it right. It's too on boom which bust. week? Too yeah, he'll, bust. he'll sit him and he'll he'll drop a fifty burger, yeah. and then you'll start him in a great matchup, and he'll goose you. Like it's just, yeah. I hate it. I had uh, I had Odell on my list as well. Uh, I had Jamal Adams on there just because oh, kind of similar. That's a good one. Similar reasons to Max Crosby. Just because he talks like, he, too much, he talks so much for, how for good not, yeah, like having brick Didn't hands. Did he just get yeah. cut? No, no, no. something. They're like committed him to him. Yeah, they they gave him a mul- they traded multiple yeah. first rounders and they gave him the massive extension. I don't think he, he, there was just a cut. story on him. He there was the always the meme of when he like can't get into the Jets facility. He was like, oh yeah, guess nope. I'm could. Oh, it says Seahawks could release all pro safety. Yeah, no. Uh, and then <laughs> I could release anybody. I did have one other quarterback <laughs> on here. I had Jake Browning because of. You know, oh, well, that's a you thing, but, but that, I get it. Yeah, like that yeah. was where because like it was it was one of those things where it was, like he got a little bit of like confidence, and then like the fact that it just completely shattered after that was you, you shouldn't have cut him. Yeah, apparently. the Vikings shouldn't have cut him. <laughs> that's yeah, they could have solved. Like, this dude, problem. you couldn't beat out Sean Mannion in training camp. Sorry, that's on you. That's on you. <laughs> like, I don't know. Yeah, um, oh, so I like yeah, it. I think I think we got some nice lists here. Okay, cool. All right, I wanted to put. Nick Sirianni on mine so bad. He, Paige asked if we could do coaches, and I said, oh, I feel like that's got to be its own thing, because Nick Sirianni would be up there. Yeah. Uh, I was I was like, I know that. Sean Payton would be there, on mine 100%. Are there 12, well, like, like, hateable coaches? I'm really trying to think. We could find a way. Oh, for sure. Okay. We yeah. could definitely we could do come that. up with that. We could do that at some point. We could for sure come up with that. Even if, like, the 10 through 12 are kind of, like, Guys that we, you know, we, we should have done like hateable like receivers and hateable quarterbacks. We could have done a whole summer of hate. <laughs> just, that's great. Yeah. That's what you want. Hey, they'll hate, 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 hate travels. Hateable like mascots yeah, and just like, like, oh, fucking. People like to pile on. You know, Victor Viking, that smug motherfucker. <laughs> yeah. Victor Viking. Uh, okay. Uh, with that, I think let's get to our interview with Dustin Baker. Okay. We are with Dustin Baker, writer, editor of Vikings Territory, host of Vikes Now on YouTube, which produces episodes daily, I believe, Mm -hmm. and the host of Believe in Vikings show with Bryant McKinney. Dustin, welcome back, man. I am pleasure to be back. It's been way too long. I want an invitation sooner next time if you guys can put put me on the docket. Yeah, I I have you on the last time you were on the show. I believe this is your third time on Third and Forever. Mm -hmm. Fourth, Uh, I think. Fourth, possibly. I know we've had, I've been on your show a couple of times, but the last time we were on, regardless of that, you've been on at 418, April 18th of last year. So we're almost at a year out. So yep. it's not too long. Some a lot things have happened. happened. A yeah. lot of things have happened. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> I'll say. What's, what's been going on in your world? Obviously, I know I, I see you interact with you a good amount on, on Twitter we, or X, whatever you want to call it. So I know you've been now doing this full time. Mm-hmm. Uh, doing your various gigs, as I mentioned before. What's what's happening in your world? Sure. Uh, I've been doing this full-time for two years now and writing for four. And I love every second of it. The YouTube channel has also been functional for about two years, and it's kind of growing into its own network. 
I got a lot of people that have said, Hey, can I, can I come on? And I'm like, well, yeah, you can even have your own show if you want. So it's blossoming there. Um, so yeah, it's just wall to wall Vikings content in my private life. I've taken on fiction. Um, I am about two weeks away from finishing my first novel. Um, yeah, which has been really fun, and I will continue to do it for the rest of my life. Soon, I will have to figure out how the hell to get a novel published. That'll be my next <laughs> my next step. Um, and I think I think the book will be decent, but yeah. So that's that's on my my other plate right now. And then yes, on the, the nature of this Vikings off season, I know we always say like, oh, this off season is so important, but this one feels more pivotal than most, mainly because yeah. the quarterback is a free agent, the the best player on defense, a free agent, and the best player overall we think will be extended here any day. So we have a lot of dominoes that need to fall and can in earnest fall within probably the next two weeks. Yeah. Yeah. We, so we give you a little backstory. We recorded a little before we had some segments. We're kind of in our off season scheduling. So we're doing our, you know, not so blatant ripoff of pardon my takes Mount Rushmore kind of a series <laughs> where it's like, you know, we just are most hated players, you know, from mm-hmm. our own, you know, myself, Kevin, producer Dustin over here, where we say, who do we hate the most in the league? And then we also talked, obviously, about the combine because it is combine week. So we, I want to kind of get your temperature check. Mm-hmm. I know you mentioned before, this is a very, you know, tumultuous possibly offseason for the Vikings, as well as the NFC North, where you have the Chicago Bears. What are they going to do at one? Uh, mm-hmm. our, our producer, resident Bears fan, he is, he is a Justin Fields supporter. He would like mm-hmm. Justin Fields back. Um, he looks hesitant he's now that we're saying this. No, so I'm, I'm still in on He fields. is off camera, so you can't see him, but he, <laughs> you can hear him. But I, I would love to get Marvin Harrison Jr. across from DJ Moore. I think that would be huge. Yeah, so yeah. He, he's a, he's a, he's supporting Justin Fields. It might be digging his heels in a bit, but he's well, he's doing it. And, and it's a big season for the Packers, too. we got to decide what to get for lunch <laughs> tomorrow. You know, we got a lot of big decisions coming up here. So. <laughs> I'm curious, Dustin, what, what are you most keyed into kind of maybe in the, the division as a whole? I mean, obviously there's, there's Viking stuff, but mm-hmm. what do you think is kind of the most influential thing going on right now? Well, the most influential would be whether or not the Lions' success is sustainable because the head coach himself says now we have a target painted on our back. Um, I think everybody except me, I thought they had, I thought they were going to go about nine and eight, ten and seven, and that'd be a springboard to being good. But no, everybody else was right. The Lions were quite quite good. But mm-hmm. uh, to the other fellow Dustin off character uh, off camera. I, I I think the idea of keeping Fields is too scintillating because you can almost build a super team around him with the draft picks that you would stockpile. Because once you get that ball rolling, if you trade it back to four and then you trade it back down to eight, you could the, the possibilities are like draft day. They're limitless. So for those that are pro fields, I do see the allure of just you know getting all the draft picks under the sun on top of last year's, on top of your free agent cash you can spend. And then uh on the Packers. Yeah, I, I tried to warn people all summer last year. I was like, you guys are damn fools if you write them off. Uh, they're going to make the playoffs. I picked the Rams and the Packers to make the make the playoffs last August. I was told I was nuts. Boom, <laughs> they, boom they did it. And then uh, I didn't foresee them beating the Cowboys like they did. And it was really weird. Was that a Saturday? I believe Adam will remember yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. It, it yep. felt like, oh my goodness. Uh, it felt like the Vikings had just been grabbed by the esophagus and they weren't even playing. And, you know, somebody said, you got to get your shit together. This offseason is critical because these rest of the teams are either good now or one of them has a complete avenue to be good in the Bears. So, yeah, I think that made a lot of Vikings fans realize we really got to figure out this quarterback pick, assuming they pick a quarterback at all. Yeah. yeah. And, and but some, also, like, I mean, we're just going to keep losing to the Niners. You know, I mean, it's not that <laughs> 
Yes, the Cowboys anyway. will always lose the Packers, and the Packers will always lose the Niners. That's yeah. how it goes. Nothing changes. Yeah. But we, a little backstory, we were all together actually for that Packers Cowboys <laughs> yeah. wild card game, and you would not, you would not, if you were to look at Kevin mm-hmm. and say like what the score was, you mm-hmm. would have lost your mind because this man was silent for the last. I don't know, 20 real-time minutes That's where what, he wasn't saying a word until the literally clock hit zero yeah, on well, that game. Because you get out to a big lead, and then the Joe Barry of it all rears its head. And granted, mm-hmm. yeah, you're playing a free vent. Flashbacks of Brandon Bostic were happening. For <laughs> yeah, like, but I'm sitting there, and I'm like, all right, so it's a four-score game. It's a three-score game. It's a two-score game. And it's just, you know, it, yeah. the, the rational math kind of takes a back Yeah, but... Yeah, no, it was it was good, and then you know the next week wasn't as good, but yeah, I'm used to that. So as you mentioned before, the Vikings, you know, we're at a massive crossroads mm-hmm. uh, with our three best players on the team. You know, we have, as you mentioned, both best off or you know our, our quarterback and our best defensive player are free agents after this year. Justin Jefferson, where's the extension? Uh, what, what are your thoughts? Uh, let's start with Justin Jefferson because he is actually still on the team, regardless of what people like to say, is, is he, he, he's still oh. going to be on the team for 2024, 2025 season. What are your thoughts on all the rumors from the aggregators, from the, the Dobbs, the, the, all the people <laughs> like that, all this, the smokes that are th- they're throwing out the smoke screens What any, any so-called insight that we're getting on the Justin Jefferson of it all. What are your actual thoughts on that situation? Obviously, not the cap. We know it's going to go up mm-hmm. historically from year to year. It's going up to over two hundred fifty-five million, I believe. Um, so, I, I mean, we'll, we'll see how that goes. But what are your what are your thoughts on that? I just think it is lunacy that it's even the consideration that Jefferson would be traded. Uh, I think the only reason that it's out there is because it's taking so long for the the deal to be finalized. And it's such a no brainer for them to do it. This guy isn't controversial. He's not injury prone. Um, And, and there's just no way the Vikings are going to let him walk. I mean, aside from being the best wide receiver ever through his first uh, four seasons, he's also like this marketing magnet and just how Randy Moss brought in my generation He's doing that right now to like seven and eight year olds, and we don't even know it really. And so I just don't think the Wilfs businessmen foremost, even if they knew like, hey, that they had a crystal ball that said you're only going 10 and seven for the next four years if you sign this guy. I think they'd be like, you know what? We're going to be making a bunch of money with this guy. So let's do it anyway. The thing that gets lost on me about this anxiety about Jefferson, about are they thinking about trading him is C.D. Lamb. Hasn't gotten his contract extension. Neither has Tristan Wirfs. And we tend to think like this is a Jefferson-only thing. And I don't understand how we got here. I know that it's been going on for about a year. We've been waiting for it. But when you have a deal of this magnitude, it takes time to finalize it. So I would give people, you know, point at CeeDee Lamb because he's going to get a contract too. I don't know if Cowboy fans are, you know, chewing their fingernails off trying to figure out if that will happen. (laughs) Uh, I, I just don't see any way that you would, he's like the Steph Curry of the NBA or of the NFL in terms of likability and marketing. And he's, he's, he's just too damn good. I don't think it is even a remote shot that he would be traded. And I think the only reason that you see, I I swear to God now it's like nine credit, not credible, but nine high profile people that have suggested this Justin Jefferson trade now. And yeah, it, it just, it won't be smacked down until the extension finalizes. So yeah, you can put me on record a thinking it will not happen and B it shouldn't happen. 
So I want the record to show here, Dustin, mm-hmm. you and I did not talk at all offline mm-hmm. about this before we recorded no, here. No, 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 no. Hang on, hang on. <laughs> because we, we, we've spent a good amount of our show. We asked kind of the temperature we, check in our in our personal bubble here, how we feel. Kevin, of course, asked me about how I feel about Justin Jefferson. Mm-hmm. There are a lot of similarities with what you just said, with a lot of that my feeling personally. Well, but, but frankly, we talked about what I was concerned with, and I was concerned for you and for Vikings fans <laughs> of and course. for the franchise. So, so selfless of I, you. Were the reports that Justin <laughs> Jefferson may be holding the team hostage. He may have strong desires. Someone no, no, called no, you demands. Said, yeah, demands. That's um, what your word was. Yeah, and yeah. so that, I mean, trading, no, I don't think they're ever going to get rid of Justin. I think we were in agreement on that. I just yeah. think that... You know, maybe Justin is yeah. uh, is is flexing his influence a little bit, which <laughs> the, is probably warranted. The only thing I, I've thought about this, you know, I, I even even during the heyday of you know nobody liking Kirk Cousins three years ago, I always try to get down to brass tacks to figure out why. I don't. I'm not just some eternal like yeah, Kirk Cousins forever, Justin Jefferson. I try to figure out why people think that they do. And the only thing I could think of on why this Jefferson thing is taking so long is this real like outside possibility that he's asking for like quarterback money at like 40 million per year. I have no credible sources that tell me he's doing that, but I, I start to wonder why do we even have this trade dialogue? Why is it a controversial topic that Jeff, Justin Jefferson back? And the only thing I keep coming back to is maybe he's just that damn good. And his agent is saying, no, we want four years, 160 million. And then it would make sense for Kwesi to be like, Ooh, uh, I don't know if we can do that there, pal. And again, I don't think that's the case, but that's yeah. the only thing I can come back to. And then you think about down the line, the ownership, the Wilfs, Kevin O'Connell, Quizzy Dapa Mensa, for a year, they have said, this guy is this guy is our team and he will be back. So if, if one of them had waffled and been like, yeah, we'll see how it plays out or we're having the, I mean, every time they talk about him, it's positive. So I just don't have any worry that it's going to get done. Yeah, and that that's the thing too, where it's like I feel like we're at the perfect storm of the NFL offseason where they do a good job of adding in these things. You know, the combine, the draft, they're all kind of spread out over a course of a couple of months here where we have something to talk about. You know, free agency, you obviously have the June 1 dates and all that. So it's like mm-hmm. we always will have some form of stop gaps and content to talk about. But we're in that first between, you know, the end of the Super Bowl to the combine. So we're like, we need to fill it. The, you have all these people that are like, they make a living talking about the NFL, mm. strictly the NFL. And they're like, yeah, we're like, <laughs> but you don't, you're not doing these clickbaity things no. where it's like, we're needing to have some bit of content. So they're like, Oh, rumbles are happening within Minnesota where they're <laughs> saying Justin Jefferson wants out. Or like there are talks our teams are open to the trading him. And it's like, they're going off of these random blurbs and mm-hmm. it's, that's, it, it is where it is. I think, you call it a spade a spade, and you're like, don't lose your mind. And mm-hmm. I, we've seen lots of people, I'm sure you have, being tapped into to Twitter, where you've seen people, a lot of fans on Vikings Twitter, losing their minds about mm-hmm. what's happening. The team is doom and gloom. We're, we're going to be horrendous. You know, we recently just did a... <laughs> We recently just did a, a a skit last week where it was, you know, it didn't it didn't do great, but you know, no, it's, we're it fine. But it was poorly. trying to encapsulate <laughs> the general vibe of like basic Vikings Twitter, and it's like it, it, it doesn't take much for everyone's wheels to start spinning, and we just go to a nosedive. But that's my yeah. whole. 
We got but, mad when we got mad when Marcus Davin, Davenport's decision date got pushed out <laughs> to March 13th. People were like, "Oh, look at they're kicking the can down the road." It's there's like, literally no downs. Like, guys, <laughs> this is a procedural move. Like, just calm down. Like, call everyone needs to take a chill pill. All right, what are your thoughts now on the other two elephants in the room, Daniel mm-hmm. Hunter? Let's start with him because I'm sure Kirk yep. will have a little bit more caveats. But Daniel, how do, how are we feeling about him? So Daniil Hunter will be 30 in October and an edge rusher speak. That's still pretty good. Uh, usually the best of the best edge rushers can go and still get, you know, by age 34, 10 and a half, 11 sacks. So to me, uh, after Jefferson being the no brainer of all no brainers, I think it's more likely that Hunter is back um, because they could have traded him when the season was in the sewer last October mm-hmm. and probably got a second rounder for him. Instead, they didn't. And that leads me to believe that, hey, we're going to be able to get this guy back up until the Pro Bowl. Hunter said about two or three times that he's going to be a Viking for life. That's what he wants. And then he said, even since middle school, his jersey has always been purple. And so when you start negotiations and the guy wants to be here and he's soft-spoken as it is, I mean, muscles galore, but soft-spoken dude, I think it's easy that Hunter wants to be back. And he was one of the guys, one of the only guys I can remember in recent memory that played the way through his entire damn contract, that one that Spielman signed in 2018. And then uh, behind me, my Vikings offseason investigation murder board, uh, they had the Vikings have no starting edge rushers on the books <laughs> for 2024. It's Pat Jones and Andre Carter, baby. Less and unless, those, <laughs> yeah, unless those guys have like a, a spring and summer from heaven, they're not going to start. So. That all of that evidence leads me to believe that Hunter will be back probably for two or three years. Mm-hmm. Uh, PFF PFF put his compensation around, I think it was like 21, 22 million. And, and that's pretty decent because one of the Bosa's, I always get him confused, Nick Bosa? No, Joey. No, Joey's, it was Nick the older one. Joey's the older one, Nick's yeah. the, younger, the niner. Okay, uh, Nick. Yeah, Nick is like gets almost quarterback money. So mm-hmm. the fact that Hunter can be got for 22 million or so, mm-hmm. um, it's just it's a that one is a little anxiety because he will be coveted on the open market because pass rushers that also stop the run the guy led the league in tackles for loss yeah he he can get a nice little contract I'm just hoping that his uh, fidelity to the Vikings shows through and then again I will revert back one more time they don't have any edge rushers right now yeah. and so if you don't sign him you have to go out and explore Bryce Huff or somebody turn around and use your first rounder on Dallas Turner, which all can be done. Yep. But I, I am about five minutes here. You're going to find out that I believe the Vikings <laughs> absolutely have to draft a quarterback. So I believe you re-sign Hunter and then you find an option. Like I hope it's Bryce Huff from free agency as the other edge rusher. Well, and you have Brian Flores, you know, being very vocal and adamant about how important and how good of a player Daniel Hunter is in his defense and how he really you know, views him as a piece, a very vital piece in that defense. You know, Brian Flores obviously being back. That's great news, in my opinion. I mean, yes, the defense eh. didn't look super great down the stretch, but that could is that proxy from maybe the offense having a little bit less than ideal situations where the defense had to start out in? Possibly. Um, don't know. But all right, Kirk Cousins, million dollar question here. Um, mm-hmm. We, I, I personally have changed a little bit in, mm-hmm. uh, I've shifted towards how confident I feel that he'll be back. Mm-hmm. Um, especially with a lot of the reports about his projected contract. I don't know <laughs> if you saw Bill Barnwell today, I think said 51 million or so. Whatever. Yeah, that was, 
granddaddy of them all. That was something that's a little different than what I think PFF tweeted out saying 35 million a year. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's, it's a big difference there. It's going to be an article tomorrow. Kirk Cousins wants to be the highest paid quarterback <laughs> in the NFL. Yeah, and and so you know, I don't. I'm not putting this term on you specifically, but mm-hmm. I I I have been a Kirk supporter for the most part since he's been mm-hmm. with the Vikings. You have been a Kirk supporter for the most part since he's been with the Vikings. How would you like? What would you ideally like to see happen? What do you think will happen? Most likely outcome? That kind of you know, take it however you want. Uh, well, I've been a cousin supporter in the sense that I've thought he's about the 12th best quarterback every single year when all the dust settles. So if that if that puts me in the cousin supporter, so be it. Uh, no, I um, almost any cost. I'm ready to move on from cousins because I know the bottom floor of the cost is going to be 35 million. We did yeah. this shit. We did this shit. What four weeks ago? Five weeks ago? We're like he might take a hometown discount. Yeah. And some of the other podcasts, I think they. They meant like ten million per season, but to me, I was like, a hometown discount is thirty-five million, and he ain't gonna take that because he never takes discounts. So, there, I, I, I do like if Cousins is re-signed tomorrow, I'll be like, well, sweet, we're gonna go all in and try the Super Bowl thing. I will not be disappointed, but my biggest concern right now with Cousins is there is precedent. For the Matt Ryans, even the Roethlisberger, I don't remember exactly how old he was. They show up to a certain season when they're 36, 37, 38, and they are different. Drew, and they Drew just Brees, yeah. Yeah, they, they flat out don't look good. On mm-hmm. top of that, Cousins is, is recovering from an injury that is not like a stubbed toe. It's a torn Achilles. And he probably will be fine, but I don't want the Vikings to say, you know, here's two years, $90 million guaranteed. And then we get into like week two and we're like, oh God, he's not quite the same guy. How did we not see this coming? I'm paranoid about that. And then um, my biggest endorsement above all else for the Vikings to draft a rookie quarterback, trade up and get a blue chip prospect. I want Drake May. Uh, My biggest endorsement is this. So right now, I believe you have this precious window where Justin Jefferson is going to be extended for probably four years. Jordan Addison is guaranteed to be on the team for four more years. Christian Derisaw will probably be extended next year. TJ Hawkinson is probably guaranteed to be on for four more years. I want the new guy to start learning now. Yeah. I want I want to get to 2025 and have that be, all right, we can really start thinking about this being Super Bowl window if the quarterback is good. I don't want to dink around with two seasons of cousins, old cousins, Oh, shoot, we lost in the divisional playoff round. We'll get them next year, baby. Oh, dang it, we lost in the NFC Championship. And then you only have two two years for the new guy to get it right before you have to pay Addison, before you have to re-extend Derisaw. Think about Jefferson again. Pay the quarterback. So I want the rookie quarterback to have the books pristine and have him start learning now. I believe if they signed Cousins, they're probably going to end up having a better win-loss record with Cousins in 2024 than Drake May or J.J. McCarthy. But I'm willing to take the 7-10 and 10 season as you know a learning season for the forecast for the future because we can't all do it like the Packers. It just doesn't work that the, <laughs> the next asshole is really good. Yeah. So we have to assume that the, this Vikings guy isn't going to be all that great. It's going to take a normal development arc. And I don't want to go through two years of Cousins and then say, hey, McCarthy's ready now. And then in 2026, well, McCarthy did great for 6-11. and 11. We have one year to get it right before all these guys skedaddle. I think yeah. the time is ripe for a rookie quarterback to be dropped in this offense. And then uh, Adam will have to just preach patience to the fan base because I guarantee you that even if it's 
rookie upside, some fans are going to be pissed that oh, oh, he's, not as, he's not as good as Justin Herbert All it will take, take is one bad decision or one bad throw and like this <laughs> earliness just got dude's career for people to be like, all right, that's it. We fucked up. He's a bust. Like yep. that's all it will take. And like, I, mm-hmm. I, it, it's, it's so bad, man. Like it's, it's, it's a cesspool. Well, and- what you guys have to do is you have to draft a guy and then you have to let him marinate for, <laughs> yeah, you know, call it, call it three or four years. <laughs> and then, yeah, you know, he, and that's he comes where it's, out and, and that's he's... where it's frustrating because like, we know like how hard it is to do that. And like, mm-hmm. we can't yeah. all, like you look at how like sick well, is it by the way, like how sick is it that the chiefs, drafted a guy let him marinate for at the time 16 games or seven mm-hmm. no 15 games because i think they mm-hmm. were still at 16 at that point let him play one game they went and they made the playoffs they i think they won maybe in the wild card they lost the division whatever it was yeah, they were 12 and four and then then the next year he what does he do oh he wins mvp throws over 50 <laughs> touchdowns and all that shit like that's disgusting but think about how good he would have been if he would have sat for two more years <laughs> he marinated yeah, yeah. <laughs> But I don't. That's what you guys aren't getting about this. No, what you got to do is you draft a quarterback really high and then just throw him out into the water. Just trade up. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's well, the Mitch best Trubisky. way to do it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's worked so well for the Bears for the last. Yeah. 40 what if they years. never had a, a guy that thrown more than thirty nine hundred yards? Is that what it is? Yeah. I think that's the running stat from the entire franchise, which is a long time. Yeah. Sorry, well, Justin and- Fields will get there at some point. <laughs> He just needs more weapons. And combined Dustin, yards. It, yeah, uh, combined. Yeah, Dustin, you said that the Drake May is your guy, right? Yes. Can you explain that a little bit more? Yeah. Have you kind of decided that Caleb Williams is unattainable, and so that's mm-hmm. kind of yeah. what your hope is the next best one? Yeah, I assume the other Dustin's team is taking Caleb Williams um, because you just can't really to go against that. My only beef with Caleb Williams is every cool highlight he has is like total anarchy. Like yeah. he can't he can't just drop back and throw a dime. It's like, "Oh, yeah, hey, I've got no. Hey, I've got to run all over the place 40 yards before I throw a touchdown." I don't get that. It must just be cuz USC offensive line is garbage. Uh but yeah, Caleb Williams, I would of course be elated with. I just don't think he's attainable for the Vikings. Jaden Daniels, I will warm up to quickly. And my prediction here in the next four days, he's probably going to hop up into the number two slot after everybody sees how fast he is. Mm-hmm. And I was talking to Thor Nystrom on my show last week, and he reminded me that Cliff Kingsbury is the offensive coordinator of the Commanders, and Kingsbury yep. always has an off-script quarterback from Kyler Murray to Caleb Williams. And now I'm going to guess the commanders eventually take Jaden Daniels. And that leaves me conveniently at number three. I believe the Patriots have a lot more team building to do than just, hey, we're getting Drake or Drake May. Uh, They have to get two offensive tackles before free agency, a quarterback, two wide receivers and an edge rusher. If you look at their depth chart. So I believe their pick will be gettable. And the reason I've settled on Drake May is I think he fits the best within the Vikings offense. Uh, he's big bodied. Uh, that's the, my one beef with JJ McCarthy is JJ McCarthy's built like me really slender. Uh, <laughs> and small. so, yeah, he's, he's yeah. a slim guy. Yeah. Yeah. I would rather have Drake may. And then when I watch the tape on Drake may, it just, <laughs> he just has the, the throwing motion, the, the, to me, the footwork, I know a lot of people don't like his footwork. It doesn't look like he's going to fail. He looks like a sure thing. Uh, he looks like a pocket passer who can extend plays when needed. He looks like Justin Herbert a lot to me. And I just think that the way that we've seen Kevin O'Connell do pretty well with Kirk Cousins and then not really know what to do with Josh Dobbs after like the playground game against the Falcons, mm-hmm. I think I think O'Connell is best suited with a quarterback like himself, a pocket passer. So that leaves me at Drake May, which I believe can be got from the Patriots pick at number three. And you're probably looking at two firsts and two seconds. Okay. Yeah, and that's something that where Kevin's been very vocal about 
you are very firm that the first three picks will be quarterback, quarterback, quarterback in the team's order. You don't really see a team moving off of that. Well, I I could see a team moving, but I think that if those three teams were to pick, mm-hmm. I I don't know. I think you make a decent point, Dustin, about the the Patriots have a lot of other needs, but yeah. mm-hmm. I think that we are getting so quarterback thirsty, like as mm-hmm. a league, that if you have one of those first three picks with the guys that are available in this draft, that you'd be dumb not to move off of it. Even if you're only moving mm-hmm. back a couple spaces, you could try and leverage that for something else. So I just, I don't see the top three guys getting out of maybe the top, you know, three to four or five picks type of thing. It it doesn't seem like it's going to be like it was last year where there are guys going in the second, there are guys, yeah. going, you know, late in day two type of stuff. It just, it doesn't feel like that to me. No, no. And the other cool part is the teams that are below the big three are going to get wonderful fucking football players. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Marvin Harrison, Joe, all, all of those guys, those general managers would just be like, hell yeah, baby. Everybody <laughs> else needs their quarterback. We're going to be fine because they're probably going to get end up getting sure commodities, commodities and Marvin Harrison, uh, Joe Alt, and there's a couple others. So yeah. all the power to them. The other thing about the Patriots theory is if they trade back, whether it's the Broncos or with the Vikings, they're going to get the 11th or 12th pick. So boom, they could take JJ McCarthy. They could take Michael Penix. Mm-hmm. It's not like the Patriots have to say, well, shit, we're not getting a quarterback. No, you can get a quarterback. It's just, you can also team build and get about three or four other juicy draft picks on top of it. Well, and as you mentioned before too, like the, the Patriots are not a team that's ready to, you know, win games right now. Like they have a lot of other roster needs. They don't really have offensive talent on that team. You know, skill <laughs> positions. Like they don't. Like Ezekiel oh, Elliott's so weird. boom last year for them late in the stretch. And that's sad. Like that's really that's a bummer. But like they don't have if you were to throw in a guy, you know, a rookie quarterback. Will he struggle early? Most likely. Mm-hmm. So it's like that's where I could see them. Maybe they they jump in or they're in the early second rounds. Take a Bo Nix, a Michael Penix. Mm-hmm. Maybe a guy that doesn't have the pressure of the three overall pick. And yeah. you don't have that much of like a he has to produce right away. So like that's where I, I think that's that's the pick. Like I don't see Washington moving off of two. Mm-mm. I don't see uh, the Bears, obviously. I don't really see them moving off of one just based on – Everything that we've seen, especially with Caleb Williams. But yeah, New England is interesting interesting to me. And then you have the teams. Who's going to trade up? You know, you have Atlanta. They could use a quarterback. Absolutely. But I could also see them. And maybe they want to go in a different direction. Maybe they get Justin Fields. I don't mm-hmm. know. Um, you have Denver. I know Sean Payton's been very vocal that he wants kind of a, a new guy. They've been pretty adamant, maybe moving off of Russell Wilson. Contrary to what Russell Wilson wants to do. I know he wants to stay there. Um and then obviously the Vikings. So I I, mm-hmm. I think it's a very interesting market because I don't see Arizona's not moving off, Chargers aren't moving off their quarterback, Tennessee mm-hmm. probably not. I think they like what they see maybe in Will Levis. They're not going to send it away. Mm-mm. No, Daniel, Levis looked good. Daniel Jones is interesting because they just gave the man an extension. Do you really see mm-hmm. them punting on that after where he was hurt for most of the season? Probably not. So mm-hmm. I don't know. I think it's a very interesting situation we have where I'm getting more and more feeling that we're going to be moving up as the Vikings, at least up to eight, um, maybe up to five, maybe up to even three. I don't know. But Drake May for me is also my, he's my darling. So I, yeah. any, any other prospects you have that if we don't go quarterback or maybe random, doesn't have to be first rounder, someone that yeah. you instantly like. Sure. Uh, if, I guess if if four if they say you know if, in their heart of hearts if they've done all of this homework in the past month month 
two months now, and they believe Kirk is the way, then I would like them to take Dallas Turner mm -hmm. at number 11 uh, because Daniil Hunter, I do believe, will be back. But still, you need somebody else, and you need somebody for the future. And I think based on his youth, his speed, he can also stop the run. And Alabama picks – you don't usually just suck. Uh, I would like him. And then running back is a really underrated roster need that if we didn't have a quarterback question or deal Hunter contract, we'd spend all offseason talking about how to fix the run game. And uh, they certainly have the dudes. They have five guys under contract running backs for 2024. Mm -hmm. Chandler, Madison, and Wongu, Gaskin, and McBride. But I just don't know if if I will feel good about, hey, we're going to go run it back with these guys and expect them to be better. So I would hope that Kwesi Adafamensa would explore uh, somebody like Jonathan Brooks uh, or Marshawn Lloyd from USC, Bucky Irving from Oregon. I think they need one more running back to pair with Chandler. That doesn't make any financial sense to cut Alexander Madison. Mm -hmm. So he can probably snuggle in as WR3. But I would... I would have Vikings fans watch for a running back because Kwesi doesn't seem like the, the money ball type to go spend 10 million on Saquon. Yeah. So I would say Dallas Turner, if we have to pick a defensive player at 11 and then certainly ponder a running back, because otherwise do we really, my biggest concern about Kevin O'Connell at all is if he doesn't fix the, the ground game, the rushing attack, his offense is never going to be unlocked. I don't care that it's a pass-happy NFL. You have to be able to run the ball to close out. You know, when you have a lead, you have to close out games. And you're not going to be able to get anywhere near a Super Bowl if you just play like a bunch of dickheads running the ball. <laughs> well, I got some bad news for you, Dustin. Uh, I mm -hmm. just ran the numbers here on the PFF Draft Simulator. Yeah, and, uh, the Vikings did not. Uh, they they took Terry and Arnold, cornerback out of Alabama, which I'd be okay with. Um, yes. which, which you'd be okay with, except Jaden Daniels went two picks later to the <laughs> And see, that's where PFF is like, if, if Jaden Daniels is sitting there at 11, if any of those top four guys, even, even J.J. McCarthy, you can argue, I feel like if they're sitting there at 11, they're going to go that direction. Yeah, here, don't look at my screen, Adam. Okay. Who do you think is the most funny pick that the uh, the Falcons could make in this at number eight overall? Oh, Brock Bowers. Yeah, Brock yes, Bowers. They picked 100%. Brock Bowers. So <laughs> yes. it's, oh it's written in stone. They're going to ruin another great prospect. I, I did have a little insider uh, knowledge here, Dustin. I had We did our mock draft last year where we you know we go through us three, pick a team, you know, or like we alternate picks, kind of do it. You know, one, two, three, one, two, three, one, two, three throughout the whole first round. We don't make any mm -hmm. trades. So obviously okay. we're not gonna be hundred percent right. But I was I had the the honor of picking for the Falcons. I think they were when they were at what eight or nine. I, they yeah. might have been around the same pick last year. And I took, I was like, after seeing all the kind of the interesting notes and stuff we've seen on Twitter, I had them taking Bijan Robinson. Good oh, yeah. buddy of mine. An absurd pick. Good buddy of mine. Yeah, both both of them are like, oh God, what the hell? So <laughs> good buddy of mine who is a Falcons fan. Uh, love him dearly. He messaged me after he listened to the episode and said, what are you talking about? There's no shot. We take Bijan and draft. Yep. Oh boy. There was a lot of victory laps that happened. And uh, Oh man. He's happy. With Bijan. He likes Bijan. He's happy that Arthur Smith is gone. Like every Falcons fan, but, <laughs> yeah. And, but yeah. So um, yeah, I, I'm kind of in the same camp as you with Dallas Turner, or if mm -hmm. they want to go corner, whether that's a Terry and Arnold, Kool-Aid McKinstry. I mean, I, I have seen, I like the running back note that you had because I have not, I, I don't know if there's a player I have seen more mocked to the Vikings based on Vikings Twitter in the third round than Blake Corum. I think yeah. every <laughs> single mock draft I have seen from a Vikings fan has Blake Corum 
in the yeah. third round. Every single mock draft from every team. Because yeah. he's gettable. He's late. <laughs> and so you can talk yourself into hunts. Yeah, I mean, he won a national championship. Michigan's really good. He's really yeah. good. I've also seen, uh, um, was it Cooper Beebe in like the fifth round guard out yeah. of the state? He is just all like I love when I see random people doing full seven round mocks because I'm like, <laughs> after three rounds, you don't know <laughs> anyone you're taking. You are just you're just throwing. Yeah. This guy looks good. I don't know. Maybe I'll look at the insider knowledge that Beth gives me. There's going to be a lot of guys like that when we really get hot and heavy into the mock draft simulators because of all the bloodline guys. So Jerry Rice's son, Brendan Rice, he's going to be a fun one to get in every round three and four. Luke McCaffrey, Christian's brother. Yeah. And then uh, there's one. Oh, Frank Gore Jr. Yeah. There's, yeah. There's going to be when we get to that point, like full scale mock drafts every single day. We're probably there now. But after free agency, uh, those guys are such fun ads and mock drafts because usually those bloodline <laughs> guys end up being good. I swear to God. Well, Frank Gore Jr. I mean, if you draft him, you're getting a running back for the next 25 years. <laughs> so it's like, well. It's well, care, careful with the bloodline because Chad Beebe, I know, you know, we, we were told Don Beebe was really, really, really good at football, but Chad, yep. Chad was just fine. You know, he was, he was mm-hmm. a guy I, I will never forget when they showed Chad Beebe or Don Beebe in the crowd. And it was definitely not Don Beebe. They showed his dad <laughs> and it was just a random dude just standing there at a Vikings game. But yeah. Um, all right. Last, last bit of note here. I, I have for you any, last bit of off-season prediction that you have that you would like to stake your claim for doesn't have to be for the vikings it can be in general we got a lot of you a lot of the packers will on. be good again you could say, um, you say whatever you want if there's anything that you feel a lot of conviction for that you're like you know i feel it in my bones yep. i want i want to put my name on it what do you what do you got all right uh two uh, twofold these aren't well one of them's bold the first one is that it might take a year but the jim harbaugh thing in los angeles is going to really work um, and I don't think that's overly bold. Uh, I knew as soon as that started to come together, I was like, oh, God, yeah, he, he, he's he got a situation that's already figured out. The quarterback is done. The left tackle is done. So although they might only go 9-8, and 10-7 and seven this year because they have a lot of roster building to do this offseason, they're eventually going to give the Chiefs a run for their money in that division. And then my bold offseason take, which uh, people will snicker at, and I don't want this to be for the Vikings, but I predict wherever Russell Wilson lands ends up, he's going to be pretty good. Uh, not that he's going to return to like the the glory days of 2018 or anything, but I think whichever team onboards him is going to be pleasantly surprised that hey, this kind of looks like the old Russ. Last year, my big offseason prediction that I said all over the place on shows like this was that Sean McVay would not let the Rams just descend into hell. Mm. It, he was allegedly re- thinking about retirement, yeah. and I. And he was the youngest coach in the NFL at the time. And so around the, during the summer, June, July, and August, people were laughing at their roster and saying, you know, they're going to be 5-12. Five and, five and 12. And I, I kept looking at the roster. And even though I didn't know who most of the defensive players were, I knew Stafford was there. Mm-hmm. I knew Aaron Donald was still there. I didn't know anything about Puka Nakua, but I knew Cooper Cup. And I was convinced that the Rams were going to find a way to be at least competent. And for me, that was the seventh seed in the NFC. So I like to think that I know what I'm talking about sometimes. So Russell Wilson turns out to be pretty good for some team. And then uh, the Chargers, they need they need to give the Chiefs some competition because I can't believe that no NFL team has ever three-peated and the Chiefs are going to be hoping to do that next year. I'm sure they'll suck all regular season and then we'll just it just won't so- matter. So I, I was wondering about the the Chargers. Keenan Allen's mm-hmm. getting pretty old. Mm-hmm. And the rest of their offensive weapons 
don't yeah. look great anymore. Well, Keenan and Mike Williams are the number one and number two highest cap hits next year for a wide receiver. And like Eckler, <laughs> Eckler was battling some injuries all year, but he's been doing that his whole career. But he well, he's, did, he's he gone. fell off. They did say that he can look out. They they don't have a great tight end. Quentin mm-hmm. Johnston looks like a bust. Yep. I mean, they're going to have to pick someone up to if they're going to do that because I I just they just don't look like they have any weapons anymore. They're just going to play man football. So yeah. Harbaugh does, you know. <laughs> yeah. No, a milk. Yeah. <laughs> no, those those points are extremely valid. Um, and their salary cap isn't dazzling. They really had last year to get it right. They had a sweet ass roster. Every time I looked at their roster, I remember looking at it before the Vikings lost to them, and especially looking at their defense. And I was like, why is this defense so putrid? It has like all of these guys. Yeah. Um, but yeah, their ship has sailed, and that's probably why the coach was fired. So yeah, they have a lot of um about face to do on offense, but I trust, I trust until proven. Otherwise I trust Harbaugh to do that. And I'm not exactly sure what they'll, what they'll pick with that pick. Brock Bowers would be interesting there, but the, the good part is again uh, with Justin Herbert, he's kind of got that bottom floor that if he's healthy, he's going to throw for 4,500 yards, 30 touchdowns. <laughs> uh, and then the left tackles there and Harbaugh is going to be the head coach. So I think within it, within two years, they're going to be formidable, and we'll see if they can finally knock off the Chiefs, who are just so damn good. They can draft JJ McCarthy and just uh, convert him to a receiver. <laughs> you know, it's going to be it's going to be good. Yeah, yeah, it'd be great. Uh, all right, Dustin, any anything you want to plug mm-hmm. here before we before we sign off here? Um, just VikingsTerritory.com. We got about five or six folks that write there on a daily basis, and we've got it covered wire to wire. And I am just so excited by this Vikings offseason because the, where, it, where it ultimately settles for me is that Quasi Adafamensa and Kevin O'Connell took this job two years ago. And at their end of season press conference, they said, you know, we're kind of near the end stages of the competitive rebuild. We want to be done. We want to put the rebuild bed word to bed. And that's another piece of evidence that they're not going to trade Jefferson. If they wanted to trade him, they would have done it two years ago. And it leads me to believe that whether they re-sign Cousins or not, that they will identify their quarterback of the future no matter what. Mm -hmm. Uh, Because you can't really have a rebuild and then just not have a quarterback. You're not going to keep going with an injured quarterback. And it's wild how massively they've turned over this roster in the last two seasons but nobody seems to recognize it because Kirk's still the quarterback. So, yeah, my, my big plug is, you know, fasten your seatbelt. This one's going to be one of the most fun off seasons because there's so much just stuff dangling, um, big items. Yeah. All right, sweet. Uh, as always, you can find Dustin Baker on Twitter at Dust Baker. Uh, and also any, I believe he has links to all of his publications is, you know, Vikings Territory, Vikes Now. You have Believe in Vikings show with Brian McKinney. Um, Dustin, always a pleasure having you on. Uh, you're, I know this inter- this interview is long overdue. We gotta, we yeah. gotta do a better job <laughs> of, of staying in touch. I know during the season it gets hard, you know, we each get our own schedules and whatnot, but we'll have you uh, on after they draft Drake Bay. Yeah. We're, we're definitely we'll have a victory party. We're definitely going to have to, if something happens, especially if it's a quarterback in that first round, mm-hmm. I definitely try to get your, get your thoughts on, on, on some yeah. form of another thing. Crossing. Another thing you another thing you can try is stop declining my fantasy football invitations. Okay, Ooh. you know, see, <laughs> you're, you're, I'm glad you brought it up because yep, there, there's this, I it's it I I have a rule where if I'm in a certain amount of leagues, I it it 
I eat myself. Like it's bad. Like, but are just... you even really in our league? Because I just beat you every year. <laughs> okay. So it's like, okay. are, are you invested? What in happened? That? The, what happened last year? What happened the two years before that and this year? <laughs> so this is where it's one of those things where Kevin and I have made a. It's a money laundering scheme where we have with eight of our other friends where we just get them to pay us money. And producer Dustin's in there. I got I got second once to me. <laughs> so it's where they just they just funnel. We've had one year where Dust or Kevin and I have not won, and that was oh, a really? weird. Yeah. That was a weird year. Happened like four years ago. Yeah, it was. It's a weird spot on the trophy. That's yeah, it was a weird names, spot but... in the trophy. But uh, yeah, so we I, I I like to be in very little limited leagues, but if there is a spot, I'll, <laughs> I'll join it. I will I will join in there. I'm saying it now. It's on the record. <laughs> I can't back out. I'll, I'll call manage for you if you get overwhelmed. I can't you know? back out. I can't back out. So, you prefer a redraft or dynasty? I Ooh. I mean, we're just now exploring into having, you know, um, keepers. keepers. Yeah. So we're starting okay. in that. We normally, I've just been key, uh, just been redraft every single okay. time. So probably maybe, I mean, redraft. I know dynasty, it's, you got to adopt a team usually unless you're starting over from scratch with everyone, but mm-hmm. I'm open. I'm open to both. I, I'm, okay. open to both. I'm not in a dynasty league right now. So, oh, okay. Yeah. That, that's no, this would be a, this would be a startup dynasty where you have your ordinary I, draft. I, I'm in, you, I'm in, and then you, then you own those players forever. I'm in for that. Uh, <laughs> it's a startup. Absolutely. I'm going to, I'll throw my hat. He's in taking ring. Josh Allen with yeah. whatever his first pick is. <laughs> it's the guy that had him last three years. Or yeah. Four years or whatever. All right, Dustin. Awesome. Thank you so much. Thanks Dustin. Yeah. Thank you. All right. Thank you again to Dustin Baker for being on the show. Always a good time having him on. Uh, always good to get his his take on where the climate is with Vikings Twitter as well as NFC North as a whole. Um, Shockingly I'll, similar to your take of where the, the it's Vikings great. are. It's very validating. Yeah. I, I like to feel validated sometimes. Hmm. So it's nice. Um, all right. That's going to do it. Thanks for listening to our episode of Third and Forever, presented by 10,000 Takes. You can go to their website at 10ktakesmn.com. Find them on Facebook, Twitter, TikTok, and Instagram. If you just search 10K Takes, you can also find us on Twitter, TikTok, and Instagram at third underscore forever 10K, where we post links to episodes each week, unless it's the off season, when it's bi weekly. You can also find clips of the episode, as well as highlights, reactions, memes, News for the Vikings, Packers, and Bears in the NFC North and NFL as a whole, which it's going to be happening. We are in combine season, NFL draft season, NFL free agency. Rumors are all over the place. So anything that happens, especially with our teams, we're going to be commenting on it, whether that's a quick little 30, 60-second blurb. We're going to have our take on it right in that reaction as well. If it's large enough and culminating enough, we're going to have a full segment dedicated to it on the offseason episodes. We are in our uh, Mount Snake Rushmore President Mountain Mountain segments this week. Uh, Not so easy, blatant ripoff of part of my take, but we're going to do it anyway. We're going to keep it going. Uh, Next week, it's probably going to be our top moments from last season. Yeah, well, I think Uh, that's the other the next episode. So probably something like that. Maybe we have another one in there. Uh, We're going to see. As always, I've been your host, Adam Wise, driving my co-host, Kevin, and producer Dustin Eagle, Kevin. Aaron Donald's punk bitch.